This is a Galactic Network podcast. The Podcast of Terror is a great podcast. It's covering movies that are not for children, and thus this podcast is not for children. The hosts are two adults who will use bad words from time to time. They'll also spoil movies if that's not your thing. So if you don't like spoilers and you don't want to hear some dirty language or some dirty references to dirty parts of your body, then please, please, please wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror. Welcome to episode 137 of the Podcast Terror production of the Galactic Network. For more on this podcast, including show notes, contact information, and subscription links, go to gncast.com slash pod. I'm your host, Matt Stein. Corey's still not back. He uh, It's his birthday. If you're listening to this the day it comes out, you're two days late. Go wish Corey a happy birthday. He deserves it. Um, he was getting settled in, in Michigan. I believe he'll be back in about two weeks. That's uh, what we're going for, at least. But uh, we'll find out when it gets a little closer. Uh, this week, Japricone, host of Worst Episode Ever, 90s Percentile, who every one of you should know by now is coming back um, to help out. He's also bringing a friend of his, Joey Pomato, who does Facebook movie recaps, does uh, short little Twitter recaps under the 240 characters. Um, he's a movie buff, and he's a Jack Pacone play, cl- proclaimed, quote-unquote, great guy. Be quiet unless there's, you know, a fire close by. It echoes. If you, if you can't hear my neighborhood right now, which is insanely loud, then you you should be fine. Okay. Yeah, um, it's not a big deal. You'll randomly I gotta, hear I gotta send bark you some, and then my wife yell at him. I gotta send you some pictures and videos, Matt. Uh, Johnny's view. He just moved into a, a, a different apartment in the same building. It's uh, it's. I mean, both apartments had amazing views, but it's it's something else. Yeah, we're we're, we're happy here, and uh, uh, we. Had, if uh, if we had started at seven, I mean, you know, maybe the sound wouldn't have picked it up. But there were um, fireworks for some reason tonight. Couldn't uh, couldn't think of a reason. It, it, maybe it's a Columbus thing, or I don't know if that you you would think um, tomorrow, right, for the parade? Yeah, well, maybe. Um, do you you don't know of any way to zoom in on the camera, right? No. Me or either of you? I just this this is killing me. You'd have to do it um, on your camera. Like you'd have to open the camera app on your computer. You can't do it through Hangouts. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. All right. But I really like seeing your stack of laundry. <laughs> Not laundry. That's where I keep my clothes. I have nowhere else to put it. Well, I was clean laundry, dirty laundry. I didn't say it was dirty. I just said it was laundry. I'm just really glad I showered after the gym because I had no idea there was a video element to this at all. <laughs> oh, I'm so. sorry. Oh, no, no. Oh. It's okay. It's uh, <laughs> I feel okay now. But I. Uh, That's yeah. right. Because you probably, you probably look up the show and, and see it uh, in a normal podcast app. Yeah. Not on the. on. They have a lot of YouTube um all right well i i didn't shower so that's no, okay i only I got out of bed minutes ago. yeah whenever you're ready matt i mean i've already started recording Oh, but i do i do want to get back to this ex-girlfriend in wisconsin the reason you can't so where in wisconsin does she live because you know it's a pretty big state right it you can, is you can uh, use your hand as a map y- you can uh oh, i it uh, is a girlfriend <laughs> i can use my hand as a girlfriend too i often had to with her uh yeah uh <laughs> she lived she was from sheboygan and oh my god uh, that's where i grew up oh okay yeah uh and uh now she uh she lives in arkansas with her husband and two children so it's like oh, okay that's two you? states i'll probably never have to go to 
Um, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 36. Okay. We didn't both date Faith Laska, did we? No, but I went to school with her. Really? Yeah, her sister Kana and I graduated. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. No Kana and then what was the nor oh and Bethany, right? Bethany, was the yeah. was Bethany the was my brother's who... age. Yeah. I was so much but it was like, what's her name? But um Wow. Oh, my wife is really enjoying this conversation too. She is, she is she has the, she giving me a that? death glare from uh, from afar. Well, uh, no, I think she, yeah, I think she's okay. I think she's going to retire to the bathtub uh, momentarily. Um, but that's crazy. That, what a crazy coincidence! Not only that, I don't know if you knew this, Johnny. Uh, on top of coincidences, I fucked Matt's mom. Oh, Jesus, yeah. Jack! That was nice of her. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. It's, you know, it's a small world. Well, yeah. she was trying to give back to those in need. Begging is not below me. Hey, man, do what you gotta do. I'm just texting one of my buddies from high school because he also knew. Ah, the Laskas. Yeah. 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 Some, some, some dark history in that family that I discovered a little late. Yeah, they were weird. I want to say... I think I made out with Kana. Oh. I don't remember. Oh, we're not sending her the link. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please not. We're. I'm not even Facebook friends with her. I have no. So uh, obviously, she went to Lutheran, Sheboygan Lutheran, and I was like the black sheep. My senior year, I did not take part in the musical because I went. Uh, I couldn't because I had tickets for Slayer on the Saturday night of the performance. Oh, man. So if you go to a private school, they don't take too kindly you to being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go see Slayer." Yeah, yeah. I, I skipped my uh, senior prom to go to uh, the producers on Broadway. It, it was a big deal at the time. But See, uh, yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong I, with that. It's yeah, just, yeah. I, and yeah. I had attended senior prom as a freshman, sophomore, and junior. So I was like, I, I, I think I got the gist right. of it. Got the gist, yeah. Yeah, we don't need your senior prom dick swinging, Johnny. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't yeah. Right. Him, but I think it was like a statement. And then my, uh, uh, my prom know. date had the limo driver drop drop her off at another guy's house so it's fine ah ooh, uh, yeah I, I i was uh dateless for a uh, senior prom or would have been my senior prom anyway so I, I think i was spared some shame and humiliation yeah now high school uh just just horrible horrible time just yeah uh, pretty much i just actually got uh, an alumni um letter today in the mail well not today yesterday um asking for money they're, they're very big on fundraising my school so it just went mind as well i just got a text message uh, like asking for money it's like oh this is new uh yeah it used to be <laughs> something i could find in the mailbox instantly throw away but yeah it's like okay how did oh, you wow. find me your high school has finally entered the uh 2008 era <laughs> i guess so <laughs> so uh, i was in band and oh, jack, okay. jack obviously knows I, I play drums and have for a very yeah. long time so when i got out of high school um Oh, this the, my high school had the same drum set like from years before I was there until years after I was there so I was getting a new drum set and I offered to donate my old one to the school and they were just like I don't know what we'd do with it like this thing's like fucking three years old it's in pristine condition but you'd rather use that pile of dog shit and like someone finally was like well, why are we not just taking it, it was like a $3,000 drum set yeah and, like how like they beg you for money but you try and give them something and they fucking turn you down yeah, that's that's not what they want. Yeah, <laughs> come on, cash come on. only. I hate everyone. Um, not you, Jack McCone. Are we? Uh, is this the show? Are you gonna do an intro? I can't remember. 
Um, I mean, I'm, I was getting to that kind okay, of. Okay, no, I just want to make sure. Now nah, you've ruined it, Jack. No, not at all. So what I started doing because of missing fun conversation generally when Jack is on, because we just start talking right away, Um, I do all of like our, here's where you can find our podcast, and this is what it is. That's, that's, that's what I was, uh, I wasn't yep, sure if you had yep, done so that, that and I missed that's it. That's done. Not. So now, Johnny, you have to um, tell people what you do and politely pronounce your last name so I know if I said it wrong before or not. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I I didn't notice. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, oh, I didn't is... you. I just recorded it, and you may, oh, okay. or may not actually hear it. Gotcha. Uh, my name is uh, Johnny Pomato, and uh, I'm a, a sometimes actor, uh, a writer, and uh, occasional podcaster myself, though I'm kind of in between right now. And an all-around great guy. And, oh, well, thank uh, you. Yeah. I, I was going to let did, one of I you did say mention, that. I mentioned that in the uh, pre-recorded intro that you oh, are you. Jack, a Jack Pacone proclaimed, quote-unquote, great guy. Uh, yeah, no, I had the pleasure of meeting Johnny through previous uh, guest of yours, Matt Kevin Howard. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, and uh, oh, yeah. so only I want to say only just maybe this summer I started following Johnny more closely on social media. And he does this uh, on Twitter and also Facebook. I, I'm guessing you guys had the same problem with me where they got unlinked permanently. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. That's really, really frustrating. Uh, but anyway, and paste. Yeah, but he does these, uh, whatever Twitter is, 240 characters, whatever, uh, succinct reviews of, God, so it's, what is it, two, three films a day? Well, it's it's every film that I see. So right, I, I, exactly. I catalog every film. So I'm, I'm up to, I think, 560 something oh. right now. Yeah. And it's but, great because the, the quantity, uh, there's he's always seeing something. And yeah. like just the succinct, like you get pretty much everything you need to know in a single tweet. It's fantastic. It's 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 like the, it's like micro blogging, but micro film reviews. <laughs> yeah, it's it's what I go for. I I, I do expand a little in the Facebook form when I uh, have to. I've, I've uh, been at a New York Film Festival all week, so I've been trying to get a little more in depth on that because this is the first year I'm attending it where I'm not blogging or uh, or, or podcasting or anything uh, in regards to that. Hmm. I finally saw Jurassic World. Oh yeah, the the first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I was I had a conversation. Two uh two of the guys in my band came over last night to watch the McGregor Khabib fight. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know I don't know if you watch UFC. I didn't know Jack had any inkling of what UFC was until he randomly texted me when the Black Beast was talking about how his nuts was hot. Mm-hmm. No, I, I don't I don't know uh, the the. So, I, I knew that the McGregor fight fight was imminent, but that was last night. I didn't yeah. hear a word. I, I yeah. yeah. So there was oh Jack froze. That's why he hasn't moved in a while. Oh. But uh, hopefully he comes back soon. Anyways, there was um, the heavyweight fight, and one of the guys, his nickname is the Black Beast. Not not, not racist. That's what they what's we called him. Sure. But he knocked the guy out, and the first thing he did was pull his shorts off, and he threw him over his shoulder, and uh, he had like compression shorts on underneath. Oh um, okay. So, so it's not that weird. But uh, Joe so Rogan. That's why you pay per view. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So Joe Rogan goes into the the ring or octagon and he goes, "Hey man, why'd you take your shorts off?" And he goes, "My nuts was hot." And Joe Rogan just goes, "I understand." Yeah, people went in there. Oh, that guy was fucking. It was super funny. Uh, apparently, his Instagram is chock full of hilarity too. That's yeah, something you're into. The Black Beast. I will look into that. Yep, the Derek, the Black Beast, Lewis. Hmm. Yeah, he's a big boy. Um. So yeah, so I finally watched Jurassic World yesterday because I was sitting around doing nothing and uh, I managed to miss the ending because I started doing stuff. <laughs> well, I don't want to spoil it for you, but uh, it really sucks. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I didn't... Um, I really only watched it so that I could watch the second one and I really <sighs> only did that just because like, I feel like I should be watching more movies. Yeah, yeah. 
certain kinds of movies. I, I would say that we can all uh, afford to skip any subsequent Jurassic sequels at, at this point on. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm a sucker for dinosaurs. Like, I guess, it, it, you know, I, I even like the, uh, the Jurassic Park 3. I liked a lot just because, hey, look, there's dinosaurs in it. That's all I needed. Uh, yeah. But, uh, I, yeah, it's uh, these, these new ones who, I don't know, man. Uh, I, I think we got a little overzealous with that Chris Pratt guy. <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike Chris Pratt, but I, I preferred him in, like Parks and Rec in that. Yeah, I, I'm getting there. I, I, I didn't dislike him, but uh, with, with each <laughs> passing film, I uh, uh, I don't know. It's touch and go these days. Yeah, um, I, I I did really like Guardians of the Galaxy 1. I didn't really give a shit about the second one. Yeah, see, and I, that's part of the conundrum. I wonder, it's like... That's the real test. Do we like Chris Pratt or do we just like Star-Lord? And uh, maybe ditto uh, Parks and Rec. Do we like Chris Pratt or do we like Andy? Uh, what's his name? Uh, that's all I know is Andy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure he has a last name, but who really cares? Yeah. I, I... Um, similar with like Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. Like, is Do we just like Deadpool or was, was Ryan Reynolds like the perfect person for that? I don't know. It's Yeah, it's a little six of one. Yeah, I mean, he, he was especially, you know, especially suited to that, I suppose. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think I, uh, I, I like the idea of Deadpool more than I like, uh, you know, the actual details in, in it all. That's a really interesting way to look at something. And someone who watches far more movies than I do, it's like, was, was Keanu Reeves really good at playing Neo or was just Neo a good, a well-written character? Hmm. Well, I, um, hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe, well, maybe I'm the wrong person to ask because I am not a big Matrix fan. So I haven't seen I, him in a really long time. I was just yeah. thinking of like a monster movie and a very one-dimensional actor. Like I think yeah. Keanu Reeves is not a great actor, but I really like him in Bill and Ted's and Bill and Ted, uh, Parenthood. He's great. And yeah, he, he plays a certain role very well. And these days I think he's playing John Wick very well, just mm-hmm. because it's such a minimalist character. He doesn't have to do much to, uh, to, 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 to make that work. Uh, here he comes. Yeah. He, he did text me. He's, he's been having internet problems. Jack and I, and Kevin as well, play video games and half ah. the time Jack's internet doesn't work. PUBG, eh? Yeah. That's, that's how I met, uh, Kevin and, and Jeff. I don't know if you've met Jeff yet. I may have. I just assume that you guys are all buddies and you all hang out because if I lived 10 miles from everyone I knew, I would hang out with them all the time. <laughs> You'd think that would happen more. Yes, yeah, so Kevin is gradually introducing me to all of his friends and uh, I, I'll, I'll get through all of them eventually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I'm sure there's some worth skipping. I, I literally, I know Jack and I don't know anyone else that Kevin would know that you would know. But I just assume that everyone, all of you guys know, are film stars and actors. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just, every time Jack's like, oh, I know, like he had, he had mentioned your name long before, obviously, tonight. And it's just everyone he talks to seems to have this like awesome resume of watching movies and being a really cool person. And it's like, I live next to a cornfield. I mean, it's not it's not the people. It's well, maybe it is. Uh, you know, I, I do try to surround myself by people I actually like, but. It's also just living in the city. Yeah, and, and yeah. don't knock cornfield life. I mean, you probably have baseball ghosts next to you, right? <laughs> do, do, do they all come with that? Or just... No, I think they were extra. 
Ah, okay. So okay. It was, I, it's either that or a uh, uh, water fearing aliens. Okay. <laughs> I, I've exhausted I my. Yet. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no, I, I've seen the movie. The, the I movie. Okay. The I didn't alien, spoil the. Uh, okay. No, no, yeah. God, you did not spoil. You only um, see like a little ankle here and there passing through. Yeah. Um, I Now I live like outside of Appleton, like oh. north, northwest of Appleton. Um, but. Like I still have friends who live in Milwaukee, so like I have, I have band practice in Burlington. I'm assuming you know a lot about the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> Not at all. It's down by Milwaukee. Yeah. It's, cheese, it's, I hear. There, there, there's the, cheese, there. cheese. I ate cheese probably three times today. Yeah, you, you have to, right? Yeah, it's a staple. I brush my teeth with Cheese Whiz. Mm. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Really rough on toothbrushes. I got this one pizzeria by me uh, on Seamless that makes the best goddamn potato and peppers and eggs sandwich. So I had that for breakfast and lunch, and had, <laughs> it was loaded with like a ball of mozzarella. It was amazing. Uh, I fear my eating days are behind me, but uh, that sounds great. <laughs> well, we don't have to stop. You just well, I mean, yeah, watch. It's, a, it's a slowing down process. It's, it's yeah. In, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I was uh, especially uh, uh, bad this summer, so I'm trying to curb that for uh, before the string of holidays and whatnot. Yeah, no, I went through it. Uh, last year so it's johnny's also a solid chef too i he uh he catered his own fourth of july party it was fucking amazing uh, yes. yes yes we've uh we've been uh, mean to have you and uh the kids over again soon and uh <laughs> and uh because we were able to start uh on the later side tonight i was able to cook dinner for robin which oh, there you go. greatly appreciated uh, preemptively, is- preemptively made up for the uh, ex-girlfriend talk exactly yeah and uh th- yeah this is my first night home in uh like 11 days something like that or 12 days uh and uh i'm spaying it with you yeah it's it's just uh robin's been understanding that i've just been at the festival every night at various screenings yeah my wife um i'm in the middle of a lot of like tomorrow i fly to nashville for the week for work and two weeks ago i was in vegas and last weekend i was out of town and like next i get back on thursday and then saturday i'm gone she's gone Monday night, I think I'm home. Tuesday night is Metallica. Wednesday is something. Thursday is something. Friday, I have a show. And then Saturday, I'm supposed to go to Iowa. Wow. So I'm sure she loves me a lot right now. Yeah. I've been for the last two days. Oh, yes. How's, how's your throat, sir? Yeah. Um, no, that, that was unrelated to the, the illness. Um, oh. Yeah, no, I just uh, had nothing From to do. From sucking dick out in the alleyway? Go. Oh, goodness. No, you know, so I was out really late Friday, uh, karaoke. Um, so That'll I, do it. So it felt a little sore on Saturday. I was like, yeah, I, I you know, I assume it was from that. Um, and then uh, that when I woke up this morning, I was like, oh, I got, I'm sick. It sucks. And I, I've had this bad cough for about a month. I can't shake, so I, I don't know. I should go to a doctor. It might yeah. be the Lacroix I'm drinking here. Oh, uh, I don't know if you heard uh, <laughs> that. Apparently, it has cockroach poison in it. I did hear something like that. You know, Robin just goes through those things uh, daily. And uh, yeah, I've always uh, had a Soylent Green-esque fear of them. Like I, I just, I, I was waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, I mean, I, I do 50-50. I do, I do between this and Schweppes and Seagram's, but uh, basically whatever's cheapest at the supermarket that the, that Sunday. But exactly. uh, um, I don't know. I was a little disappointed about it having cockroach poison in it, but... Uh, I could maybe just spray it in my bathroom. I've I've had some (laughs) slight issues with that lately. Uh, (laughs) Put some LaCroix traps down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The fuck? If you have cockroaches in your bathroom, you should move. 
No, that, that's every apartment in the city. And uh, I, I think I've quelled the uh, uprising. It's uh, it, it, in fact, you know, I, I've lived in this building for 14 years and uh, had, I think I, uh, the number of cockroaches I had seen, I could count on one hand. And like oh. three of those I would see come in through the window, in a, through an open window, something like that. And then all of a sudden, like two months ago, I would see just one and it's like, oh, wow, where did that come from? And, quickly kill it and uh, then like a week later oh there's another one what the hell like, so it wasn't like a constant infestation but uh, right. I have since dealt with it I think and it's been now like three or four weeks since I've seen any but I, it, I, it's weird to, that all of a sudden out of nowhere and we're like really high up too, high up like, that's what yeah. I don't really see yeah like I mo like pretty much everybody I know has either roaches or mice usually roaches or mice but uh, but uh, no yeah that high up I'm a little surprised yeah, maybe, I, maybe it was from the dead body that was uh, stuffed down your trash chute earlier this summer. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, that made uh, I think semi-national news. Uh, well, I some, remember uh, reading about it. Yeah, some uh, one day I got home and uh, there you were heard some yells coming from well, the trash. Yeah, uh, well, I'm sure somebody else will deal with that. Yeah, all these fire trucks were in front of the building, like like ten of them. They, they, this was crazy, and I like look up at the you know really tall building, and I'm like, I don't see smoke anywhere. And I go inside; they're letting people in. I ask them at the front desk, like, everything okay? Is it is there a fire or something? They say, Oh no, no, it's something else. It's something else. The the doorman very cagey, very suspicious behavior, and I go home, uh, we, we you know, sit down, have dinner, watch a movie, I don't know, put it out of my mind, and then like I turn on the news, and it's the first story, and it's like, oh yes, a body found in a trash compactor. And it's like, oh my god, oh my god, it, this is it. And then instantly we're like doing research, and I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm, I'm kind of buddying up to one of my doormen, and I'm waiting for the perfect opportunity to say like, okay, tell me what didn't make the news. And you know, my serial killer obsessed wife is certain that this was a uh, like a, a hit job because they ruled it a suicide i guess um you know she supposedly just walked out of the elevator opened it up and jumped in uh feet first um but uh then it came out that like her husband that she was uh, in the process of separating from is like in it wasn't waste management but it was like <laughs> another euphemism it was something enough like that that it makes you go like hmm what domestic sanitation yeah, it was uh, it, it, it was something. It was like a qualifier with the construction on the end of it, but it was like he's in okay. cement, all right. He's yeah. in concrete. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was pretty grisly there for a few weeks. The uh, police were all over the building, and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I couldn't use the uh, the trash chute, and uh, I don't know. Uh, still a lot of speculation. We were like, well, she could have been like murdered, but then how does the guy get out? There's cameras everywhere. It's like, well, I if he you know, could still be hiding in the building. Robin suspected. I, I actually like. I saw the news I, that night. I think Robin had gone to sleep, and you know, she's obsessed with serial killers. So I, at the time, the news was reporting that it was probably a murder, and so I like nestled. I wrestled her and said, "Robin, wake up! It's Christmas morning. <laughs> Everything you've always wanted is coming true." How do you? How, God, how do you even like? How do you get the bot? Like, if, if it's, it's not like there's like an access tunnel. It's not Die Hard. There's no access tunnel to the garbage chute. Like, how do you yeah. even? Oh God! And like, it's it's probably like the building manager that has to figure this out with the yeah, yes. authorities. Some, it, oh, God. Uh, yes, the what I had heard was that the compactor had been turned on, like, or, or it, that she had been crushed in it. And I'm like, well, God, oh. you, you could almost. 
like oh. I, I feel like I'm not exactly sure how it works, but I feel like you could almost not notice uh, if uh, right, yeah, because if it had yeah. been. And I also wonder, is like, is that what killed her? Because I'm thinking, if you go feet first down the uh, the, it, it was 21 floors. Uh, oh, you might if your yeah, feet you might... first, you might just break your legs, or they might go up and I don't know. I'm trying to think of that uh, that Daniel Craig <laughs> movie with the hot air balloon accident and the guy's uh, legs uh, are coming love. out of this room. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, that was the image that always uh, rushed to my head with that. See, the image that rushed into mine was Star Wars: A New Hope. It's just like C three PO just listening to. The oh, the, the trash shoot scene. Yeah, <laughs> of course. I was like, uh, but uh, rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. She will be missed. <laughs> I, I don't think I had ever consciously walked by her in the building, noticed her when the photos came up on the news. Like, oh god, it was no one I've ever. I, uh, I saw a, a grisly accident yesterday afternoon. Actually, uh, that. Shook me more than I thought it would. I'm pretty desensitized to all this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, there was a motorcycle accident, uh, I guess, maybe less than an hour after. You know, the cops had it all roped off, and they're taking photos, and there's gawkers and neighbors. Uh, and I walk by, and I see the, the car all, uh, with a dent in the side. I see the motorcycle. I see the helmet 15 yards away. And then I just see, like, the biggest pool of blood I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, oh, this guy's, this guy's got to be dead. Yeah, like, no mean, body, thank God. But oh man, yeah. just seeing that blood—it was—it was—it uh, just turns my stomach a little bit. And I'm—I'm I'm desensitized to that stuff. I, I'm surprised. Same. Yeah, really, you just, sat with me the rest of the night. It's amazing uh, how uh, what bothers me and what doesn't, and usually that sort of thing. I mean, maybe in that circumstance, in, in that environment, it would. But like other things, like uh, you know, the surgical channel and the dissections and stuff. That stuff, like. I just look at it scientifically, but exactly. I guess, all, yeah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Matrix code zeros and ones. Yeah. There you go. Exactly. Blonde, yeah. blonde, redhead, brunette, uh, stuffed down a trash chute, motorcycle accident, shot in the face. Yeah. We've come full circle to matrix. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Good point. I think Jack, Jack missed that. Yeah. I'm glad my internet came back. That was, a, that was, that was a very short outage. I was lucky. Yeah. I kind of forgot. We've been lucky with your internet and you helping out. Knocking on wood. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't. I didn't want to interrupt your murder talk. So you guys. No, no. Oh, yeah, sorry. We can move on to his yeah. famous neighbors. He, he lived with uh, Anthony Weiner. Lived in that building too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Weiner. The, the one and only. And After uh, he I, dick pics, did you just walk around with his dick out all the time? Be like, to give the people what they want. Well, I will say I, I go to the we have a gym in the building and I, I would go there a lot and it would not matter what time of day I was there morning, afternoon, late at night. He was always there. And I mean, huh. I, I don't know, five or six days a week. He would always be there when I was there. It was kind of weird. And yeah, he, that guy liked to work out his uh, clothing left little to the imagination. And uh, yeah, and uh, Showing some I, I, bottom ball. Yeah, it, it was uh, it, it very sweaty and clammy and lots of veins. <laughs> uh, I, I know I could be describing his penis right now, but I, I, I haven't seen it. Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, I, I kind of miss him. And uh, and his wife, Huma, moved out. I don't know if when he's out of prison, if he comes back here, if he's still going to live here alone, or uh, if I've seen the last of him. But uh, we're, we're now at about a year of his sentence. I think he only had uh, 17 months. So I don't know. It should be soon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I mean, and if she sold the place, there's a, there's a vacancy in your building. So yeah. 
Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> One of you can be my new wacky neighbor. <laughs> I can handle living in your city. Jack tells me all the time about who's out. He's up till three in the morning. Yeah. I was I was I, I stopped being a night owl a very long time ago. It's only the you know, uh, it's it's different being single. It's it's weird. It sucks though. I don't like staying out because then it ruins your whole day. Then I was I was hung over all day yesterday. I could barely get out of bed. Mm-hmm. And then I go out of bed and I see a you know a motorcycle accident. So I went back to bed. But, yeah. <laughs> Wise counsel. I uh, I tried to break myself of my uh, night owl dumb but uh I'm, I'm kind of getting back into that or uh yeah I, I i'm just now getting less sleep i'm still waking up on the earlier side but uh but staying up late i'm, I'm I, and then like once a month i have to play catch up and like i'll press snooze 20 times in the morning and it's like <laughs> and th- get that uh, out of my system if i stay out till like three so sometimes we play bar shows and i get home at four in the morning and i'm still up at eight it's like mm. There's just nothing I can fucking do and about it. If I had to guess, the bars by you, uh, they close at two. Uh, two two thirty is bar close on weekends. Yeah, it didn't occur to me. Yeah. So because yeah. there's every once in a while there's a bar here that closes at two. Sometimes it's eleven, which drives me nuts. But most of the, but most uh, most bars close at four in the city. Oof. Yeah. So that's well, it wouldn't matter if it didn't take me two fucking hours to get everywhere. Like I yesterday, I went to a friend's place in the city to watch uh, the fight. Mm-hmm. And I came home. I got you know it's it's a it's a commute. She she lives pretty close, so it was only a fifty minute fucking train ride at four in the morning. So um, how how far is it? She was literally like right over the river, but uh, but uh, you know up eighty blocks. So um, you know it's it's it should be an easy commute, but it's it's just Williamsburg. It just sucks. But anyway, um, I get I get back in Williamsburg from the commute at four oh five a.m. And I'm fucking starving. And the only thing open that late uh, between me and my apartment, and I didn't want to overshoot it, was Checkers. So I go to Checkers, and there's just a line like out the door. I was like, fuck. And it was because it was five minutes after four. So all the bars had closed and all the junk people. That's what happens, yeah. It's like if I was just 10 minutes earlier, I would have just been in and out. Don't know what that's like. (laughs) I think it was a couple weeks ago, Jack sent me a video of him. What was it? It was three in the morning, right? What, what, uh, it might what, have been four thirty for you. What video? Depends. Um, you were just talking. You you made a comment about how I must find it weird that people are still like out partying at four thirty in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was that was like five. Jesus. Yeah, because it was that we were playing, smart. and I was oh man, about half an hour from home, and I just sent him a picture of like us, the only car on the highway. Yeah, like, no, I was fucking sleep right now. I sent that because I was even genuinely surprised because it was like five in the morning and it was just there was just people everywhere. Um, I guess they were doing the same thing I was doing. You get it at four a.m. You get out and you, if you're with friends, you go to a diner. Then you stay in the diner for like an hour. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I do stay up very late at night, but I'm usually not out anymore that late. You know, it's if yeah. I'm out at four in the morning, something has gone very wrong or. Or, or maybe very right. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it, it's a. I, I've outgrown that. I find like it, it's just full of kids and uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're no, just it's everywhere. just every, everybody under the age of thirty just looks like they're yeah. sixteen. You know, um, the the uh, the the Friday my Friday night was an outlier. It's that you know, if it really it felt it had all the beats. It felt exactly like going out in college. It was weird. Thankfully, the people I that were in the bar with me were my age or older, so I didn't feel like too much of a loser but so what, what karaoke songs did you sing 
yes. Uh, it's the end of the world as we know it. Ooh, that's a tough one, right? I mean, uh, uh, yeah, a, yeah, it's fast. Yeah, uh, it's very fast. Uh, and I was, I was, I, I can't believe how drunk I was. I didn't, I didn't realize how drunk I was, and I, I forgot I had like three, four shots of whiskey at work before I. Uh, that's I left. how you know. That's how. That's how it's a good night when you accidentally get really drunk. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, I really just, I, I, I felt like so. I was like, oh, I'm a little drunk. I'm tipsy. This is nice. I didn't realize I was hammered. Like I, I, I did. You, you could tell in the video I sent you last night, Matt. The, I yeah. Was, um, I. Uh, God, I did um, Flagpole Sitter, which is becoming one of my go-tos. <laughs> um, I did Sweet Caroline. I always like to do one that sure. gets the whole bar singing along. Yeah. Um, I think that might have been it. Um, too much. I, I, oh, I did Everlong. Uh, I met this guy at like 3 in the morning, and uh, I was like, I just, just decided, I was like, you're my new best friend, and we did a duo together, and he was like, what do you want to do? He's like, you want to do Everlong? I was like, fuck yeah, and I, we did Everlong. I never did Everlong before, and I fucking crushed it. Or at least I felt like I crushed it. I was so, so drunk, it was probably... <laughs> um, Here's me doing oh, Seattle Jesus. Man. Very, very drunk. This is like 4 in the morning. This is like 3.30, right before they closed. I didn't pick it. Somebody else did, and they were putting the mic in my face. <laughs> like the slur and it's just like it's a it's cartoonishly drunk <laughs> but everybody else was that wasted so it really yeah no no you blend right in yeah um on friday night i found asmr the the whisper thingy the, the, oh the you have heard of it okay, okay. Yep. Oh, you mean you just heard of the concept of it yeah, I didn't know this existed. Really? Um, so I I stayed home Friday because um, I stayed home Friday. I was playing video games with a buddy using the internet, um, and I was drinking and I got considerably drunker than I planned on. And at one point, he brought up ASMR, and I think I watched a German lady put pop rocks and alcohol seltzer on the top of an umbrella and sprinkle water on it for an hour while she whispered. <laughs> and I'm like, if this like if I was having problems sleeping, this would probably be really fucking cool. Oh, I gotta try that. Yeah, yeah it's oddly alluring. I yeah. also know that there are some guys jerking off to this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's. I mean, there's some guy jerking off to this, probably. So I, I hope yeah, so. If we're doing our jobs right. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's so funny because the girl next to me at work uh, never heard of ASMR, and, and Friday she like I I introduced her to the idea of it. Uh, it was, that's so funny. I heard of it a couple of years ago. Dan brought it up on our '90s podcast. Uh, what? Which I guess, I guess like, some of the episode, asshole. But, no, I probably listened to it and like half-heartedly or like, forgot about it. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, no, I've never I only listened when you talk. Dan's a dick. I've never listened to it though. Uh, I've uh, never tried it. I guess like I want to know what the the actual like the the what's the point? Is the point to help people sleep? Is the point for it to be some strange fetish? Is the point? What's... I think it's all of the above. Like okay. it's it's it, your results may vary type thing. Uh, you you either find it soothing, you find it annoying, or you find it sexual. And so so I just googled because I wanted to know what ASMR stood for. It's autonomous sensory meridian response. Uh, second video that pops up is some chick with giant cans explaining ASMR. Oh, well. it's it's this usually seems to be for pretty women, which is why I like I lean towards uh, every. I, obviously, it's to each their own, but to me, it does seem more. There's a whole. There's a whole Twitch. Oh God! Oh, it's the same chick. Oh, what did I see? Oh, at Simpsons trivia on Sunday. Oh my God! 
uh, there was a Twitch stream being played at the bar, and it was literally a guy just counting to ten thousand. <laughs> And, that, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure he made a decent amount of money in Twitch donations. It's just, okay, it just drives me nuts. I just, ah. Jack, this lady is rubbing a sponge. She's rubbing a sponge on a microphone. I hear police sirens. Uh, that, that's on my end. No. No, I can't hear it. Oh, God damn it. I yeah. heard a sort of scratchy bit for a that, second. That's all it is. Yeah. I mean, with the video, it. Uh, how many views does it have? Um, there are 162 people watching it live. It has a total <laughs> right of 1,489,772. Right, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's 162 people watching this. Some lady just put a sponge up against the mic. How many people are watching us live right now? Having this nice energy discussion. One. <laughs> are you the one? It's no, I'm my wife in the other room. Yeah. It might be. Or is it um, Matt's wife? Matt's wife's suddenly uh, a big fan of the show, apparently. She, yeah, so last last week, she was apparently our one viewer, and we kept saying, like, hey, whoever you are, talk to us. Not a word. And then two days later, she goes, I was your one viewer. I'm like, Aww. like out of the blue. She's this never listened to conversation. Before. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? She goes, yeah, I listen to it once in a while. She goes, but it's not a podcast if you can watch it. And I'm like, how the fuck else do you want me to record these things? <laughs> so it's just very easy. It streams. Sometimes yeah, people like no to watch editing. That's the dream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's Beatmaster. Uh, I guess the sponge, maybe he moved over from the sponge video. No, he, he wants me to start doing ASMR. I'm going to get like a push-up bra and a high-end microphone and just stand in my room in front of a green screen. That's how you get the hits. And just like rub cantaloupes for hours. <laughs> oh, let's all do that. Yeah. That sounds like good. Oh, she's opening up a big tub of KY now. Yeah, that's, oh, this that's, took that's, a pretty, that's pretty overtly sexual. Oh, oh no no no! Sorry, is it cotton balls? I need to stop watching this, otherwise I'm gonna. Yeah, get... no, you mean you're trying kind you're of hosting your own show at the uh, moment. Shut up, Jim. Um, so you could uh, yeah, that you uh, plastic bottle you have in your hand. You you give that a few crushes. You get that 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 like kind of like uh the, the, those dent noises. That, that that would qualify, wouldn't it? For there. sure. I'm trying to see what I have around that. I, can... I know. I was doing the same thing. Oh wait. I have, a, I have some tomato soup <laughs> I was eating before we recorded. Hey, just take the spoon and slap the top of the soup <laughs> in your microphone. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, my that, God, that, the views have just skyrocketed. I got a can of coffee. <laughs> just... Gosh, but we're in the wrong business. Oh, this, my God. The, the, the I think we've made quite the discovery us. now. <laughs> The Nielsen's are coming in. They say less conversation, more shaking things <laughs> into shaking the mic. Coffee beans. I don't know. I'm just looking around to see what else I have. I have yeah, everything beans. around me is soft pillows and whatnot. <laughs> Damn you, soft surfaces. So uh, uh, let's I guess talk we about Psycho Two. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want uh, uh, first thing. Matt I want does talk- not sound enthused. <laughs> no, I had never seen like I had only seen Psycho One a small handful of times. Mm-hmm. So I never had any interest in seeing the the, the sequels because there's like four of them, right? There are or three, yeah, four films, three sequels, yeah. Have and you and have you seen them all? I have. I was actually rewatching three uh, this afternoon. I love uh, the cover, uh, by the way. Get that, get that in the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's so uh, corny. It's it's yeah. so like it's so antithetical <sighs> to the uh, uh, for like the prestige yeah. horror. 
this is the film that where things kind of take a turn. Like, I think that the second one has some really good things about it. Uh, the third one, it just gets, turns into trash. And the fourth I, one, I haven't seen since I was a kid, but I remember being real bad. I, I like the fourth one. I think it's interesting. So I saw these. Three That's the films. like the, the origin story one, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. I saw these three films for the first time and only time. Um one afternoon, like one Saturday afternoon on like TNT, like they were yeah. doing it on. And I caught the middle of two and then I watched all of three and all of four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting. And what's funny is I don't think I'd ever seen the first one when mm-hmm. I, because I was a kid. So I, I don't think I saw Psycho until film school. So, um, you know, I knew all the basic beats of Psycho, but it was. Our friend uh, Kevin Howard has never seen it. I actually gave him a Blu ray to, to uh, rectify it. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if he's yet to watch it. I'm surprised. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, I, I have a soft spot for um, for uh, 80s and, and late late 70s movies, especially big Hollywood movies, which this isn't really, but it's it's kind of is because it, it, it had a lot of weight with it. Yeah, it's bigger than you would expect it to be. It's, yeah. it's got that universal logo and all. Yeah, so I, I you know I have a natural f- affinity for just like the tone and the, the pacing of those kinds of movies. Uh, yeah. So I, I liked it. I was... The second half, I was a little wavering. Uh, we'll get into the details. Sure. Um, but three, I remember, I was, again, I was a dumb kid, but three, I remember being like, oh, this is cool. Four, I, I really liked. So four was a made-for-TV movie, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was BCH Pounder uh, of The Shield and, and other things. And I remember I had just seen RoboCop 3 for the first time. So I watched, like, that week, I watched two CCH Pounder movies, and then for because of that, she was just burned. In, uh, she was an actress I would always recognize, and you know how you have your, your everybody's got their stable of character actors. Yeah, that, you know, and and that was she was uh, that for me. And mine she, was Lynn Thigpen. <laughs> if we're going uh, uh, strong black women, yes, yes, that for sure. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway, she plays a radio DJ, and and Perkins calls in, uh, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I'm I'm the the guy. I'm I'm gonna start killing people again." And she's like, "No, no, don't, don't." And she's trying to convince him live on air not to, and you're inter- intercutting that with flashbacks with uh, when his mother was alive and he was a young boy, and the mother was clearly a fucking crazy person, and yeah. it was like weirdly incestuous. Like they would like roll around and like wrestle, and like he'd start to get hard, and then she would freak out and yell at him, and like you know, it was deep, deep kind of deep themes. This was way before Game of Thrones for a made-for-TV movie. Uh, but what I thought was interesting is I haven't seen um, Bates Motel, the TV series, uh, but it's gotten very good reviews. People really seem to like it. And it seems to be out of all these movies, it it's seems to be based on Psycho Four, yeah. or whatever it's fucking called. And I, I've heard keeps a lot of the details of that. I think I watched like the first two episodes of that. And I was like, I want to like this. I, I, I wouldn't mind uh, exploring this world. I didn't even hate the notion that they update it to the present day or whatever it was. But I, uh, I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, I, I didn't need it in my life at the time. And then I heard a few seasons later, oh no, it got really good. It's like, well, it's too late now. Yeah. Uh, there's no going back. Um, uh, same with Hannibal. I heard Hannibal is very good. And I just, I haven't. I like that one a lot. Maybe it was because I was watching that. It's like, I don't need two of these in my life. So <laughs> I can't wait for the TV series that explores uh, young Jason and his mother. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> Didn't they try that once already? Um, they made a Friday the Thirteenth TV show, but it had nothing to do with Jason. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think they're remaking that the anthology show, or, or they tried to in the last couple of years. I thought they were um, talking about everything. Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, anyway, so see so those. So I watched yeah. those 
three movies. Two and three to me seem to be a little bit more similar than any of the other films mm-hmm. in terms of uh, pacing and stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, three is definitely a sequel to the second one. It uh, tonally feels similar. It, I don't think it's quite as good. It's uh, a little trashier. Uh, there's a, 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 a I, what you missed on TNT, Jack, is uh, lots of nudity. And, uh, oh, really? okay. and I'm like, and uh, Anthony Perkins directed that. And like, Anthony, who are you trying to convince here? It's like, I, I think he was out by that time. But oh, yeah. No, just, he was this all over he, the place. He was uh, straight because um, he, 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 he was, was still straight. Gay. He was gay and uh, he had his first heterosexual experience at 39 and got and got married and had kids. Yeah. Uh, he plays young him in Psycho 2. That's right. Um, and anyway, when he died, he was, uh, you know, allegedly straight and married. Robin did tell me he went to conversion therapy. Uh, he, but like one of the not first to do it, but maybe one of the first high-profile people to uh, declare that they had done it and uh, came out the other end and uh, was a wild success. Although uh, with his uh, passing, maybe not a complete success. Yeah, exactly. He died of AIDS. So. Yeah. Um, uh, but who knows? Uh, well, if his wife didn't have it, I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, that's yeah. not really good there. But. Um, the, so before we get to the movie, so, so we're talking about two, whether we liked it or not. I do want to point this out. Apparently, this is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies. Yes, I think he has said that he prefers it to the first Psycho, uh, which, which come on, is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, but he, uh, he he loves to throw that little nugget out. But I, I really would love to know his hows and whys uh, for that. I feel like that. I I, I don't. I, I hate to never like not trust somebody when they say something, but I'm always like, hey, you're just saying that to be, you're to be contrary and be yeah. that Like I could see why he would like it. He, he has the same taste in certain ways it's, as me, like in terms of those seventies, eighties styles. Yeah. It's more seventies slasher sensibilities and stuff. Uh, you know, that the kind of stuff that he uh, tends to like, uh, I think there's other films of that genre that he really uh, flocks to. It feels kind of grindhousey or at least more than the original, but mm. you know, in terms of, quality. Uh, it, it, I, I think the best thing you, you can say about Psycho 2 is that it's way better than you expect it to be. Yeah. Uh, or, and, and that was probably the, the case at the time. I'm sure people, you know, th- that was at a time when sequels were still relatively a new thing in terms of lo- lots of them yeah. coming out. And uh, I mean, there had to be some backlash or confusions, like, why are we doing this? Why is anyone doing this? Why bother? And then when people saw it, I'm sure people thought, oh, wow, okay. So, at, at least... Uh, better than you would expect and i believe yeah. it made its money back yeah and uh, uh you know the the original cast members that helps uh, matters and, yeah, uh, and some and strong supporting great. characters yeah. yeah oh yeah he's he was so good yeah i really like him in that movie i i think that he gets to play a great angle of uh you know that thing of your uh your supposed villain not even knowing if he is the villain or not uh, yeah. I, I love how he plays his uh panic and confusion and like I, I maybe I'm killing these people I don't know or you know I don't know who's on the other end of this phone yeah I, I, yeah I, I think he's really good in the film um so I guess we're just gonna assume your listeners Matt have actually watched the film and you're just gonna keep yeah plot yeah, oh, yeah. We, we, but, yeah that's um, but spoiler but spoiler uh, so there is a twist in the middle of the film, just like there's a twist in, in the first one. Uh, and I didn't remember it, although I saw it coming a mile away, except I didn't, I kind of didn't, I, you know, I, 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 I was like, all right, it's obviously Vera Miles is going, going is, is just fucking with him. Like that was, to me, was obvious. All the other twists that came, the big, the, the one that shocked me was that um, 
uh, Tilly, uh, Meg Tilly was was the daughter. I didn't. I, that took yeah. me to a little surprise. Oh. Like, uh, yeah, and I was like, eh, I didn't really like. She was. She must be a really good actress. She was playing those earlier scenes uh, pretty straight. Um, but I, I like that uh, twist a lot. But that's when he kind of once once that happened, uh, and uh, Anthony Perkins kind of switched to like, oh, I'm just crazy now, and I'm talking to mother again. I, I kind of lost interest. I really liked it better when he was like freaking out trying not to go crazy once he embraced being crazy i was like eh. yeah though he doesn't fully fully embrace it until that last scene i feel he uh he becomes more comfortable with it i mean one thing i like about this film it, you said like oh there's a twist halfway through and i didn't know exactly what you were talking about because there's several twists yes, in this film really i mean there's there, there's a lot of uh uh surprises sprinkled throughout and i do what i do like about the the back half of the film is that uh you uh, you do have to kind of do some math and figure out, like, you know, uh, there's every once in a while the phone will ring and his mother is on the phone. And sometimes it might be nobody. Sometimes it's Vera Miles. Sometimes it's his actual mother, who we meet at the very end of the film. And you do. And so, yeah, you actually have to do a little math and think like, oh, wait, well, it can't be her this time because she's dead in the basement or she's or and it can't be Meg Tilly involved with this she's she's in the room uh so yeah I think there's some uh, cool layers with that it reminded me of the first two scream films with the two mm, killers. yeah exactly and it made off. me wonder I mean this doesn't have two killers exactly but yeah it's one of those first examples of a film that uh does really misdirect you because you know it, uh, there, there's so many potential outcomes and they only get ruled out gradually Exactly. Yeah. No, I really like that. I it did come. It got a little silly at the end. It felt like The Departed, where the twists just were coming so fast and furious. Like, yeah. I really when the when the mom shows up, I was like, "What? Well, come on, what?" Yeah. But in retrospect, I liked it, but at the time, I was just like, I was ready for the movie to be over. Uh, you know, it seemed like it all wrapped up. Uh, it's like it was a, you know, uh, it, was, it was sad that Meg Tilly got shot and and was really trying to help. But I was like, okay, this makes sense. Uh, if I was doing a character arc, this is where I would go. Sure. Uh, mom shows up, and then and then he they go through all the all the tension of he he preps the tea and he, he goes for the different tea bag. It's like oh he's gonna poison her like he poisoned his first mom. Oh this is great, and then she dips <laughs> the tea. I'm like oh she's gonna start bleeding from the mouth, and then he just smashes her in the head with a shovel. And <laughs> I don't think I noticed it last night when I was watching Psycho Two, but like they replay that scene in Psycho Three and. I think in Psycho 3, I noticed like a ADR line or something of her commenting on the tea, like this tastes funny or something like that. And I was like, are, are they misdirecting us into thinking that's poison before he grabs the shovel? And uh, uh, yeah, and I, I will say, I mean, it's such a silly scene and a silly kill, but I do like, you, you don't see the shovel kill often and you really don't see the like straight down on the head, like bam, it's usually in the face. It's you, you knock off the head in some really unrealistic manner, but uh, it's pretty satisfying yeah she does she she twitches yeah yeah um yeah reminded me of home alone when uh, yes there's <laughs> some, uh, some good kills in this i mean the, it does oh, uh miles man that that yeah. one the knife right through the mouth in the mouth yeah mm -hmm. and, and then and then yeah going back to the make <laughs> going back to the make tilly thing i i think it's pretty shocking that your female protagonist even though she is playing different angles i mean she's she's the vera miles of this movie and uh, it's kind of shocking when she's killed. Uh, yeah, it's uh, you. You sort of expect her to 
you know, the, the film to end with her driving away, knowing the truth or something, you know, she'll never go back, but uh, she's, she knows that she's taken part in reawakening the killer inside Norman. But uh, no, yeah, she gets a pretty grisly end. Pretty dark. Yeah. And they, and, uh, and to let, uh, for the moment, for the, I, th- I think this is the only one where he gets away with it. I don't remember it at all, actually. Uh, with yeah. But, uh, but yeah, to ever to end with everybody. Well, I guess I guess he was innocent until the end. Exactly, that's the thing. He yeah. he. Uh, you, you keep thinking. I mean, there's a lot of misdirection, a lot of stuff. It's like, well, Norman could be killing some of these people. Could be him in the dress killing the random teenager who goes to fuck in the basement. Which for I thought which I assumed was the case until the uh, until the, the aunt. Uh, the mom starts talking about how uh, now it was me. Up until that point, I was like, "All right, so he was ki- still killing people." Yeah. Uh, and, but basically, if she was the one, if she killed the boy, uh, and maybe even like if she killed all of them, Vera Miles didn't kill anybody, and she was killed them all. Then I, I guess, yeah, you probably. I mean, there's, there's, you're right. It's a completely open interpretation of he may have may have killed him. He may not have. Um, now, one thing that I uh, was trying to piece together, because I totally conflated something in my mind. I, I thought that there was a another character entirely in the film. Uh, like I thought Meg Tilly had a, a boyfriend who was also helping her and that he got killed at some point and then that didn't show up. But who is watching her take a shower? Because I don't think it's Norman. I don't think it's her mom. That would I be think, weird. I think it's so I think is it Norman's, Norman's mom. mom. So, so yeah. she is occasionally in the house too. I, I just was living, I think she was living in the attic. I think she's the one that people kept seeing. So yeah, that was. Yeah. I, it's never entirely clear. Is it her, or does she wait to go to the house until the very end? When, but uh, yeah. So okay. So it's her watching Meg Tilly's body Although, double. You're right. Shower. It's open interpretation. And you, if I told you, I think it's Anthony Perkins. There's not much you could really say. Yeah. They cut to him playing the piano, but it's it's editing. He could, you know, that could have been ten yeah. minutes later. Um, what's fun, also if we're going with how crazy the mom is. That's an interesting take too. That the uh, the serial killer psychopath part of his brain is biological. The fact that his mother, his real mother, was in the uh, the mental hospital. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, do, are you how familiar with Psycho Three? Are you said you you haven't finished it yet, right? I've I've seen it before, but it's been many years, and I'm about halfway through now. I, I mm-hmm. thought I would be able to finish it before. Does it uh, add some details to that fills in? It actually fills some stuff in on Psycho Two. There's yeah, more, there's more. It, there's the Psycho Two has twists, has so many twists that some of the twists aren't even in Psycho Two. You have to wait for the next, the next movie. And there's a whole religious angle which I forgot about the the, the nun with her lapsed faith and uh, <laughs> and then she uh, pretty great scene of her uh, uh, you know taking a bath and Norman in the dress going to murder her and then sees that she's already slit her own wrist. So that stops him Which from uh, yeah. completing the act. Yeah. It's a great scene. And then she's like dying and she looks up, sees this woman in a dress holding a knife and she imagines it is a, uh, it's the Virgin Mary with a shiny silver cross. It's like, Oh, this is, this is very good. Yeah. No, it's you know, like for, Movies can uh, any good movie can end up having a bunch of schlock sequels, and you go, you know what, whatever. It doesn't it doesn't take away from the original. You just pretend they don't exist, whatever. Uh, I would if 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 my masterpiece had these three sequels, I would want better ones. You know, I'd like Color of Money to my Hustler, maybe. But I'll I'll take this. Like they they you know at least they're trying. They're doing interesting things. They're not just straight to video schlock. And it feels, yeah, and I think Color of Money, that's a good comparison. There is, I think there were 22 years in between these two films, or uh, one and two. And yeah. Uh, yeah, the passage of time helps because it does 
definitely feel connected to that film, but it does feel like another era. I, I don't know about you, but it actually did something to me to see the the very recognizable Bates Motel and the the Psycho House, but in color. And it's like suddenly it's like, oh wow, it feels real. It feels uh, like a tangible place all of a sudden as opposed to a movie set. Even though uh, if you've ever been to Universal Studios, you do drive by it and that's exciting too. I, I have to do that. I, I My, my school is uh, uh, where I work is on the Universal back lot. So like, as part of the school tour, you get to tour all that stuff. And I, I, I really want to see uh, Hill Valley especially. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, um, it's, I haven't been since I was a little kid. but And I was actually thinking last night watching this like, I wonder if it's still there that the, the psycho house is like, well, of course it is. You can't, there's a lot of things you could get rid of on the back lot tour, but you can't get rid of the psycho house. You can't get rid of they probably uh, use it the for Bates Motel or we're using it. I, uh, oh, they may have. And I think uh, this is like a little tidbit I remembered from years ago, some random like Buzzfeed thing or something. Uh, it is incredibly common uh, that uh, lots of commercials shoot at the Psycho House. There's a lot of like door knocking and like it's a, a green door or something. And like it's it's apparently very recognizable to uh, to, to people who, think, if you look hard enough. I think you were going to say it's very common for people to climb into the basement of the house and, uh, <laughs> and then feel each other up. Yeah, it's um, a perfect place for it, right? <laughs> before we continue the Psycho 2 discussion, since we're talking Bates Motel, um, Matt, can you look up on your computer the bait? There's a film called Bates Motel, not the TV show Bates Motel. There's a film from the 80s called Bates Motel, and apparently it's a comedy drama that uh is somehow related to, to Psycho. I can, I don't know if it's canon and it's in the universe. Uh, also, a TV movie, I think it was, maybe. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's the made for television comedy drama horror film and a spin off of Psycho. Spin off, so it is. It's in the universe. It's in the MCU. The uh, M M C U. It's uh, about Alex West, a mentally disturbed youth who is admitted to an asylum after killing his abusive stepfather. He's then befriended by Norman Bates and ends up inheriting the Bates Motel. It was originally produced as a pilot for a proposed TV series set in the Bates Motel, but it was not picked up by the network. Okay, so gotcha. all of that makes sense to me, except the comedy part. The film yeah. ignores the timeline from Psycho two and three. Mm -hmm. It's split split timelines like uh, how Halloween Michael Myers has like five different timelines now. Yeah. Or Terminator. Or Terminator. Oh, God. <laughs> Although Terminator, I think, still technically is all under one umbrella. Yeah. I, I, I liked Genesis though. Was that the last one with? Uh, yeah. Uh, young Arnold and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. It was really hard to figure out what was happening, but I uh, yeah, I blocked it out. I liked. Arnold Schwarzenegger in it. I liked what they did with his character. I liked the idea of the story. I liked everything about it, except it was just so half-assed, like written and directed. Like it was just like they, they, it was just generic action movie number seventy-two with all the all the great Terminator stuff in place. Like yeah, Terminator one, Terminator two are the two of the greatest films of all time. James Cameron is fucking genius. Terminator yeah, three is a solid film. I kind of like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but but every time they they do reboot these things and or undo the timeline, like I want to say, like, can we submit our ticket stubs to the last movie and get reimbursed? Because <laughs> if you are saying that that one didn't count, like, hey, it counted for me when I uh, went to that Salvation garbage with the, the Christian Bale and the robot eels. Uh, and that's all I remember from that movie. Um, Terminator Six is, I think, already done filming pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold and, and Linda Connor again. Uh, Linda Connor, Jesus. Linda Hamilton. Sarah Connor. Um, 
uh, what was it, what was I just about to say about the, the oh the TV series also is uh, is like complicates oh, things even more because that's that. canon, uh, but it's a different universe or something. But that show was really good. Like the it, the first half of the first season was I heard bad. that yeah, and then it just suddenly got real and they were doing really interesting things with Terminator canon. Like they weren't recreating the movies. They weren't doing the standard beats. They but they're like, all right, we have this universe. What could and like, there's a whole idea of like a good Skynet played by Garrett Dillahunt, and oh, it's it's awesome. Oh, wow, if I had known Dillahunt was involved, and yeah. I, th- th- those yeah. are the magic words for me usually. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, and I, it was I, exciting. No it was exciting storytelling, uh, and then it got uh, canceled after the second season in the middle of like a, a cliffhanger. So like, it it's I don't even recommend you you watch it because yeah. there's no resolution. There's no. It's just it's incomplete. I mean, that's a surefire way to get me to never pay any attention to it. Like, I have a sixth sense for the shows that are going to get canceled, so why bother tuning in? And uh, so, yeah, there, there's a lot of those that I bet I would have enjoyed, but it's like, oh, can't get attached, can't get attached. Yeah, but that, that's see, that's why you're stuck watching Grey's Anatomy every Thursday. You, you, you know, you're like, all right, this I, I am at that. This will wrap up in three years, you know, no harm, no foul, and now you're just <laughs> you got your hook, line, yeah. and sinker. Oh, um, that, that was still on TV. Uh, oh, yeah. Now and forever. <laughs> what Ellen Pompeo is going to be, is that her name? Uh, yeah. Will be dead and buried and they'll It'll still be Gray's like, autopsy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, um, all right. So I want to go. I got some some interesting, some little notes here. I, wrote. I don't know if you guys took notes. I, I took a few, yeah. Um, oh, I, I was surprised he still owned the house. You would think like they would the, they would have sold the house and give them yeah. money to the victims or something. He would have been civil lawsuit. I don't know. I don't know if and the hotel lawsuit. is still operating. Dennis Franz is running it, but uh, I, like I, yeah, is the money from generated from the hotel uh, going to the Bates estate or what? It, it's very odd. And yeah, I'd also the fact that Dennis Franz and Robert Loja both are in this uh, like. Podunk, California town, like these two, like New York, Chicago yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm just living off the side of the highway over here in this one truck staff town. I yeah, I was watching the uh, credits last night uh, coming up, and it's like, and Robert Loja's name is like, oh, Robert Loja. For some reason, I thought Dennis France was in this. I must be thinking of a De Palma movie. And it's like, oh, no, Dennis France, too. It's like, okay, everyone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Can we talk about Dennis Franz's weird like puppet face that happens with uh, so I, I, it's kind of a, a genius thing you know there's always the moment when you you have a real grisly death where you have the uh, you shift from the actual person to the the double usually for the blow like you, right. you get the, the second the axe goes in suddenly it's a puppet or a, a mannequin but this time he actually Dennis Franz puppet fake Dennis Franz has a moment before getting killed, I guess to ease the transition of what you're watching. <laughs> like it's, uh, it's, it's not, uh, it's kind of jarring at first. Like, oh, he looks different there, but he's still like alive. So he must be a person, but then no, he's dead. That thing must it, be it, so hideous on set that Dennis Franz <laughs> Muppet. <laughs> oh God, also one of my favorite Simpsons cameos. Oh yeah. Uh, you can't get away with this with a man in the yeah. White House. Not likely. I miss him. <laughs> he's still alive, isn't he? He is. Yeah, he's just retired happily. I hear. Yeah, not doing any was... more. Not doing any more nude scenes like he did in no, City. Oh, so <laughs> much, so many ass shots on that show. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, all right. So yeah, Perkins was great. Vera Miles was great too. Yeah, uh, she was game. That opening scene, I hooked me right in when when she was like, how pissed off she was that they were letting him go. I was like, all right, I'm invested. Hmm. 
Yeah, and I forgot. I knew that someone got it in the mouth, uh, but I forgot it was her. And it's like, wow, you, you know, you're you're the one who was uh, supposedly bringing class and gravitas to this movie, and uh, yeah. you you get it worse than anyone. That's uh, yeah, like she actually had to act that scene out. I don't think that yeah. was a puppet. I think that was a prosthetic. Yeah. Um, and you know, again, going back to Scream Two, uh, you have this beloved survivor from a classic film that you're now in universe murdering off in a pretty horrible way. And the other survivor, Loomis, uh, died of cancer at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, and that wasn't very, now it's pretty common. Now that we've, uh, we all, uh, everything that comes out is some kind of sequel to something else. But at the time, that was pretty rare to take like a, a, a character, like a surviving character from something 20 years old. And I'm like, ah, well, now they're dead. Yeah, exactly. We, we are he, very he was the Randy of now, the cycle but... franchise. And it just occurred to me, isn't the name in Scream, isn't someone Loomis in that too? I, I, I've oh, never, oh, like, so, Dr. Uh, well, Dr. Dr. Loomis. I thought uh, Billy Loomis, isn't Scream? Yeah, Billy Loomis is Loomis? the yeah. So, yeah, so, so, so this Loomis name, I, it's never occurred to me that it pops up in all these there's iconic a, There's things. a few. So, uh, Loomis, Lo yeah, so Loomis is an homage to Psycho in, in Halloween. And then I think Scream is an homage to, I guess, both. Yeah. Uh, but I believe Scream has a couple of other last names from, from those movies as well. Yeah, it's been so long since I've seen any of them, but it would make absolute sense if everyone is named after uh, you know, a horror character even, even or director I, or something. I, I think that's why Jamie Lee Curtis was partly cast. I think that mm -hmm. was also an homage to Psycho. Because yeah, she, oh, absolutely. I was watching the, the – uh, yeah. uh, was it on the special features? They were talking about um, – oh, oh, no, no. I'm listening to the new uh, Amy Nicholson Halloween – uh, podcast thing and uh, them talking about uh, John Carpenter like you know cast Jamie Lee sight unseen just because he wanted that connection he said that he wanted a he envisioned a photo of Janet Lee and Psycho next to a photo of Jamie Lee Curtis screaming it's like I, that's all I want and uh, we, we lucked out and she ended up being good in it yeah but it could have gone another way and she's now existed in four different timelines and has been killed at least twice. Or <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think all of those get scrubbed out with this uh, new one. But, this new uh, one takes out everything. Uh, yeah. So you have the, the you got five. If you're counting Season of the Witch as its own timeline. Besides mm -hmm. that, you have four or five because then you also have the zombie remakes. Yeah, I, I get really uh, confused uh, with my memory uh, with uh, four or five and six. Yeah. I mean, so six let's, is let's, a let's real ignore, crazy one. Let's yeah. ignore the Rob Zombie remix. Let's ignore Season of the Witch. So just the other ones, the other Mike Myers ones, you have three different timelines. You have one, two, four, five, six, which is the core one, where uh, between two and four, um, Jamie Lee Curtis is killed in a car crash or something, and then it's about yeah. her daughter. And this is where she also turns out to be Mike Myers' sister. Um and uh, Paul Rudd is in the sixth one. And yes, I remember that. It's like a cult that has a supernatural force that inhabits. Yeah, it's a body. druid thing. Like they, yeah, the, exactly, the, yeah. the, the house is uh, over uh, a, a stone circle or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, and you can so call phenomenal. that the, the, the Pleasance timeline because Donald mm -hmm. Pleasance is in every single film, God bless him. Like, yeah. what a great goddamn uh, actor. And to, to show up for Halloween six, you know, it's like old and fat and he's still just game for it. Good for him. And did he like die during the making of that film, or maybe before it was released? I he think that died like very quickly after. Yeah, filmed. yeah. Um, so that's the first one. Then you had the reboot timeline H two O. So that goes all right. Four, five, six doesn't exist. The first two do, but then nothing else happened for twenty years. She got mad. She got married. She had Josh Hartnett or whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, LL Cool J joins the school, <laughs> and uh, and then you have that, and that had, that was a success. It was a pretty big hit twenty years yeah. ago. Uh, and it Resurrection had is the Resurrection next. with starring yeah. Busta Rhymes and Tyra Banks. And if yes. you want to see how far cinema has come, 
Watch the back-to-back. Watch the trailers for the new Halloween by David Gordon Green and the Halloween Resurrection trailer. And they're so tonally, completely... It, the trailer has Busta Rhymes karate kick Mike Myers through a window. It's amazing. Um, I need to see that. I don't think I've ever seen past the opening of Resurrection. I see oh, until uh, Curtis is killed. And it's like, okay, I, that, that's all, all I need. It's all about webcams and reality. Yeah, it, it's a reality show thing, right? Yeah, 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 I think I just checked out of it. Well, they, yeah. they did a, there was a Hellraiser that focused around a on an MMORPG based on Pinhead and the, the Cube. I just wow. heard of this, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you have the new one, which which not only which two is considered a class a classic nearly as much as the first one. People now it is, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, two is good, and they're back to back. They take place in the same night. It's most you know a lot of the same cast. So I yeah I have no no problem with two, but this one for whatever reason says not even two didn't happen. Yeah, and the first one where I guess he got shot and well I don't know how I don't know what they're gonna say because and oh, I guess he survived the gunshots when he fell out the window. I guess that's, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, the, the, the point is that he, he disappears and isn't seen after that, as opposed to if you acknowledge to, it's like, well, he, he you know, all he did was wander off to the hospital where he killed a bunch of other people. Yeah, yeah, um, and he was blown yeah. up by, by, uh, by Dr. Loomis. Yeah, and I, I uh, exactly. So I think that's maybe harder to explain away than this guy's just been out hiding. I mean, where, where has he been? I don't know. And, uh, and, and then I, I haven't seen the trailer or anything for the, the new one. I, I, I have a few friends who have seen the film, uh, mostly like it. Uh, uh, one of them said it's, uh, it doesn't quite have the soul, but uh, he says that the climax is outstanding. He, he's oh, very wow. happy okay, with great. the end of the film, the, the the last act. I don't know what that means, but um, uh, but yeah, I, big, I like David Gordon Green. I'm a big me too. Yeah, for the doubt. Yeah, I, I'm curious how they're going to sell that. Like you know, Jamie has spent 40 years preparing for this moment. When like, I mean, traumatic experience experience or not, like, do you, I mean, the, 40 years is a long time. Well, and the thing is, if you do take away all the sister stuff, then you have to go back to accepting that, like, she was just an unlucky girl. She was yeah. not special. She wasn't targeted. She was just the next girl on the why block. Kind of, so there's no that? reason for him to track her specifically down. And no reason to think that she ever, ever what, it, that too, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, which I, I love, I've only seen the posters, but yes, it seems that his mask has aged. Uh, he, he, yeah. The mask actually has wrinkles on it's like, it. Like... There was, I think, the new mask is actually they they got a mask of William Shatner's face from now. From, from now, yeah, five-year-old William Shatner. And turn I would think that it would have fewer wrinkles now. I mean, that guy has just botoxed his whole face. He is. Yeah, he gets younger by the day. It's like a a clip, a, a chip clip at the back of his neck, just holding all that skin back. <laughs> I was about to say, with all the reboots and remakes, I'm surprised they haven't redone Psycho. And then I just remembered if they did 20 years ago. Dead. Same time H2O came out. Yeah. They did, uh, Gus Van Sant did a, a, a social experiment or maybe a cinematic experiment where he did a shot-for-shot remake of the first Psycho. Except I think there was one extra shot where Vince Vaughn's jerking off. I think. Yes, it it is more implied that uh, Vince Vaughn is, uh, or that Norman is uh, pleasuring himself while watching her in the shower. And uh, I think there's a famous uh, shot of Anne Hache bent over where you can see um, uh, uh, right up her butt. Uh, is what I've Ellen heard. Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's up there uh, saying, "This is mine," um, but. It's, uh, I, I, have you ever seen the uh, Gus Van Zandt Psycho? It's, I saw it once. I don't remember anything about it. I mean, it's kind of amazing. It's just not a movie. It's, it is a very impressive experiment. It's like, wow, you did like recreate 
psycho completely. And it's, I bet that would be a fun thing to do. But yeah, when you're done with that, you don't charge tickets for it and say, hey, look, I remade Psycho. It's it's just the same movie. And that's what's interesting. It's like those, um, you you know, a few years ago, I think they've died down now, but it was a a big thing where it's like, let's do table reads of our favorite movies with celebrities. You know, Seth Rogen is the big Lebowski and stuff like that. And uh, Princess Bride. It's like, well, that's a fun novelty, but like, this isn't, meant to replace the original thing it's yeah you, you can't treat it as like an actual movie i feel like it should be in the museum of uh the moving image in queens uh it should be like an exhibit like on a tv screen this big where you like oh this is interesting and you watch it for about 45 seconds and then move on to the next thing yeah yeah i uh, i saw the gus van Sant psycho for the first time or i mean in its entirety i'd like you know i flip on cable it's like okay this is weird but uh played downtown at uh, metrograph last year and it's like okay i'm actually gonna go see it like i'm i'm curious what it plays like sold out people were going crazy for it it was i, I and it didn't even you know, maybe a few of them were just hipsters who were like there it's like oh yeah you know this one's actually better um <laughs> okay so if somehow in the next two and a half years i suddenly just blow up in hollywood and i have all this the sway and power here's what i want to do i want to do a shot for shot remake of psycho 2 with vince vaughn uh, but i want to have it come out uh, uh 23 years later so th- uh, we're 20 years out from the psycho so it ha- would have to be in three years where we do a shot for shot remake 23 years later of psycho 2 then i feel like all right now this now you're getting some layers with this I, I like this idea. Uh, and, and three years, I think Vince Vaughn will be out of prison by then. Uh, isn't he uh, in trouble for something or other? I don't know. Oh, is he? I think I know, so. I know he was in attack, uh, uh, block, brawl on... Brawl in Cell Block 99. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was kind of a good one. That's that's like kind of quasi-horror. Or, that, or ends, that ends with a puppet gory. shot. That ends with a really gratuitous puppet shot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that, uh, oh, yeah. I I had heard how violent that movie was, and it is peppered throughout, but uh, that last kill, it's like, oh, my God. It's, uh, ooh, yeah. I I had just gone that out of my head, and then you reminded me. (laughs) That's what we do here. Mm. Remind you of fake murders, remind you of real murders that happened in your building. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I had just blocked that out as well. Like, everything was suddenly okay, but not anymore. Um, even though compared to today, this is a relatively slow movie. I do appreciate that it does move at a pretty cl- like it, you know the the mother voiceover starts popping up in his head, like pretty much as soon as Robert Lozier leaves him alone in the house for the yeah. first. So I was really happy because I could see another writer director doing like the 45, 50 minute slow. And I like slow builds in my movies, but only mm-hmm. if they're done well. I don't I don't want to waste time. Yeah, I, I mean, I uh, I clocked it that it it's uh, like 40 minutes into the movie when Dennis Franz is killed, and then like uh, uh, no one else dies for another 15 minutes. Like it it does take its time, but like it's uh, uh, they, they do a good job of building to that. Like you, it's it's not boring. It's not like you know, let me lean on the fast forward button to get to the blood. Right. It's uh, yeah, it, it's uh, it builds tension and effectively. I lo- I loved seeing. I really did like my favorite parts of the film was him trying to be straight, like him going to the diner and and, yeah. and, and washing dishes like in a suit. <laughs> yeah, I, you, you're rooting for him. That's the thing. Like he yeah. is the victim of this movie until he's not. And uh, yeah, he's he's great. It's it without him or 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 even if he just totally phoned it in, it wouldn't have worked as well. But yeah, he is. I, I won't say as good as he is in the original, but he is 
truly playing the same character from the original. Yeah. He is not like, okay, whatever, this is now a, a money grab. Uh, no, it, it feels like an actual sequel to that movie, which I, I didn't think that they'd be able to pull off. I'm curious to revisit three now, knowing he directed it. I wonder, it seems like he had a lot of creative control in this one too, in terms of the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I wonder if, if you now if you give, you're given full control of the character by directing it. I wonder if if he would, because then then you find out really it's not just the writer, but how the, how it's written or, or produced. Now you're finding out what he personally thinks the character is, and he is just a hundred percent able to do that. I wonder if that's why it's kitschier. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? There's something I wanted to say that based on what you just said about rooting for him. Oh, I lost it. Ah, I lost it. You can't hold on to any thoughts anymore. Well, I will say that is the one thing that initially disappointed me about uh, three at first. And I, I, I will finish it when we're done with this tonight because I, I can't not. But uh, he, um, I, I was bummed that it doesn't open with him. Like, you know, the, 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 the film, the, the second one ends and he is standing at the hotel. And like, I am, I am now the, the, the owner, you know, I'm, I'm now the, the manager of this hotel again. And, uh, and we are open for business. And I, I lamented that he is not really the protagonist of the third film. He is back to being the, the other, the, 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 you know, you know, it, it begins with this woman who eventually shows up at the hotel and meets him, as opposed to him waiting for his victims to arrive. Right. Because yeah, I really enjoy being, you know, behind his shoulder for the uh, whole film of. Uh, this spends two. a lot more time in the actual house because I remember even thinking, well, you said it was so cool to see Bates Motel in color. I remember when there, she's in the bathroom, uh, Meg Tilly, and the wallpaper looks like that Garden State wallpaper that Zach Braff uses. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I would I never thought that the the black and white where uh, Janet Leigh gets killed, I was like, oh, this is it's so looks so different. And then I remembered, no, she's killed in the actual motel. She's in the room, like the motel room. So this isn't the same room. So I was wrong. But then I was like, oh, wait, but yeah, most a lot of that movie takes place like in the motel, and the, this one really, besides like the the mom, the the room with the mother, the corpse, and the the stairwell. There's a lot of the, the whole. The, it really, it, like uh, Bates Motel is such is so iconic, mm-hmm. but um, the name Bates Motel. But this is really about that the house. This is about exactly, that. and yeah, it's I, I did uh, sort of lament a little. It's like, oh, you really don't spend any time in that hotel. Like it's no. really just that office and Dennis France. I thought I had remembered there being a scene in one of the rooms and yeah, I don't, I guess I must be thinking of the sequels or, you know, the three or four um, because yeah, I, in my memory, there were other characters and like, you know, I, I, I could have sworn there was a boyfriend character and that there, someone was in one of those showers at some point, but yeah. I mean, she I did know, have the fake boyfriend that she, that she was breaking, fighting with on the phone, but yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I sorry. No, I remember what I was going to say because uh, you were talking about how, really the movie hinges on Perkins' performance. It was originally going to be a made-for-TV movie with a smaller budget uh, because Perkins didn't want to do it. And then when he finally said he would do it, they're like, right, you know what, let's do theatrical. But they, the rumor is that Christopher Walken was approached to take over the role. That, really? That could have been very interesting. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is right after 1982 era. Yeah. He's, like, he, he's fucking weirdo, and you could see it. Oh, absolutely! That era of Chris Walken, like he, he definitely has that thing. I mean, God, he was, uh, he was such a, uh, you know, he plays into it now, or, or at least ten years ago, he was really doing that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, back then he was bizarre, not entirely on purpose. He was right. He, he right. just had that. He wasn't quite kind of strange era about. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um, I don't know. I think he was also 
offered uh, Han Solo or auditioned for Han Solo. Or he did, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the new one, the new young Solo, he tried for. Mm-hmm. No, just kidding. The, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't <laughs> Can imagine, imagine uh, that? Alden Eindrick doing it as uh, Chris Walken Solo. <laughs> Um, the, Better the last movie, one, maybe. <laughs> I would think it probably would be. Solo, Solo is probably my least favorite Star Wars film. Yes, yeah, maybe same. Um, uh, in terms of, do I want to sit down and watch it? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Nothing beats Attack of the Clones for me. I think, but it, it's 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 down towards that dearth. Like yeah. like Attack of the Clones is just a garbage movie, but I'll sit down and I'll I'll, I'll put it on. I'll be like, all right, all right, I'm watching it. But whereas I Solo, I, I think I'd be I'd be bored. Yeah, um, I was bored on the first time. <laughs> um, the last note I have, and it's another behind-the-scenes note, is apparently uh, Meg Tilly didn't know Psycho was a big deal, which I find very hard to believe. She's like, "Oh, I didn't grow up with a TV." It's like, eh, still. But uh, so, she, so she says. Uh, yeah, she had parents. Yeah. Yeah. So she said she thought Perkins was getting too much press while they were shooting, and oh. it, compared to her and Vera Miles and the rest of the cast, she thought it was a little unbalanced. Which is like, fuck you, is it leave the movie? But anyway, he overheard her say this. This is why I think maybe she's the, I didn't grow up with a TV. is just an excuse to get out of it. But anyway, he was so mad, he didn't talk to her the entire shoot. Ooh. Like they weren't, they were not on speaking. And, and she wasn't really speaking with the director either. And I was so shocked to read this because she's pretty good in the movie and their chemistry is solid. Yeah, I agree. I used to, in my memory, think, oh, Meg Tilly, I mean, one of the reasons we never see her anymore, and she basically retired, is that she was a really bad actress, wasn't she? Like, she was not good. Uh, you know, Big Chill and uh, uh, Valmont, like, I remember her not being good, but now when I revisit some of those roles, I'm like, ah, I kind of like her in these. Like, I, I kind of miss her. And yeah. I think I just discovered last night, uh, looking at, like, when she officially retired from acting, she was apparently in that Brad Pitt army netflix movie from last year which i didn't see but now i i'm kind of oh. curious like wow it was like her first film in over 20 years i think it's streaming on something now uh allied uh, i saw it streaming on one of my no 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 no. this is oh, the no. actual netflix one the um the uh, uh, it, it, uh, uh, hold <laughs> um yeah it was a straight to netflix thing it was like a big deal that brad pitt is doing a uh, a netflix film um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. War Machine. War Machine. There you go. Thank you. I just assumed it was an Iron Man spinoff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Terrence Howard. Is it me? Is it me again? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're doing the four timelines of, of, of War Machine now, like with yeah. Mike Myers. <laughs> you could. Uh, so, yeah. th- so this new timeline only it stops at Civil War. <laughs> Nothing else. Is that me? Oh, I'm no, it's Johnny. Oh, sorry. Um, uh, oh, I just undid my phone and then. Okay, sorry. Maybe that, that was getting some. Um, yeah, uh, Matt, is, is, there, is there anything that we've said that has changed your mind on this movie? Not really. I mean, uh, so <clears throat> like when, when we were texting before, and um, it, this, this happens quite often when you film types come on. Um, you look at it from a very different standpoint than I do. I, right, right. In terms of like technical cinema, cinematography yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I thought I thought the acting was kind of cheesy and shitty. Um, I did really enjoy the the knife through the mouth kill, as horrendous and bad as it did look when it happened. I thought it was kind of kind of clever. Um, <clears throat> like I, I think part of what made the first Psycho so good is that like you don't there isn't a ton of you don't get to see Norman 
act in a in a multitude of, of situations. So he just is like kind of creepy, and you never get to see like like the shark creepy. in Jaws. Yeah, yeah. So like you this know one he's... is this is about uh, this would be if Jaws two was the shark got out of shark prison and is trying yeah. to start his life. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you, I think you just see too much and you start to lose it. Um, the oh, mystique of of you... like what Norman Bates is or like how he how he actually acts. Um. That's true because compared to like like Jason and and uh, and Mike Myers, who are kind of just these figures, big dumb murder machines. Yeah, exactly. You're you're. This is pretty much fleshing about and making him much more human, which is yeah. weird because he is the predecessor. He's the godfather of all these slasher. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, that's a, that's an interesting take. Yeah, and, and I also thought the mom showing up at the end was really dumb. It, it does kind of lose it you. It comes with that. out of nowhere. Yeah. I, I mean, it only, yeah, it, there, there's definitely this loose end of like, okay, well, if it wasn't always her and it wasn't always her, then who's the other person? And then, yeah, I, even though I knew it still, I had that moment. It's like, oh yeah, the lady from the diner. I mean, I, I did have to backtrack while I was watching. It's like, which random character does it turn out to be? Like, it's like, well, uh, I guess there's only that one old lady, but yeah, she makes no impression. Uh, I, won't, I won't spoil Psycho 3 for you. Uh, uh, yeah. But they fleshed that character, her backstory, out a little bit more mm-hmm. in the in Psycho Three. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it's, it was all sort of flooding back to me as I watched it because it's for Psycho Three and Four. It's probably been twenty years or more since I've seen them. Yeah. Um, what uh, do you have other notes about about the movie? Uh, I think we've mostly covered my stuff. Um, uh, let's see. I have. Uh, Blood toilet. Uh, in <laughs> I, the that was mouth. a great. That was a great yeah. visual. Yeah. I don't a hundred percent believe that's what would happen if a corpse got stuck in the septic tank. Oh, did yeah. it happen to you when, when in July? Did you? Oh, <laughs> I mean, we're way up on the 29th floor. I don't think it reached us, but <laughs> surely the people on the lower floors got a little. Uh, they're, 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 well, you know, New York, you can't have garbage disposals, but otherwise, yeah, the trash compactor. But, just starts uh, shooting up blood, right? <laughs> <laughs> the Shining remake, but in a New York City apartment <laughs> building. Instead of exactly. the elevator opening, the blood comes out of the trash compactor. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that's that's the main stuff for me. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I mean everything you said, Matt. You're not wrong. But no, no, no. I thought this movie was incredibly long too. And it, it is. Oh, it was longer, longer than, than I remembered. Long, yeah. 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 It's it's about one fifty. I was like, I I I figured movies back then. I was expecting it to be clock around like one thirty. Cool ninety. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're, you're not wrong. But it's uh, it does have that. Yeah, like I said before, I, I think it has the benefit of being better than you expect it to be. Uh, given yeah. for years back when I was like a little kid, but I had seen Psycho because I. I I don't know. I was introduced to it, but I was still afraid of horror movies in general, but I knew that a psycho two existed. And to me, that was just a joke. It's like, what, how do you get psycho two? Like you, you don't make sequel cheesy sequels to good movies or to masterpieces, whatever you want to consider the original. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, when, when you watch, it's like, I don't know. It's fairly absorbing. Although now that I think about it, cause I was wondering, uh, the only backstory I read was they were thinking about doing the made-for-TV movie. Perkins wasn't aboard with uh, Christopher Walken. I, I'm, I'm guessing maybe this is a direct response because you would think, why now? Why you, so mm-hmm. 23 years? They don't really do sequels uh, at this time. Is it because of Halloween and, and Freddy? And uh, well, not Freddy, Freddy wasn't out. Freddy wasn't, yeah, but Halloween Jason, happened. Yeah, but, uh, Halloween and Jason and uh, Black Christmas and those slasher films. 
Yeah, is, this basically came right after Friday the 13th. So I guess right? this is maybe the, the producers going, hey, we got the rights to Psycho. We can get a quick... The people like this stuff right now. Let's yeah. get a quick cash in. And then you get a writer, director, a protege of Hitchcock. And he's like, you know, the, the, the slasher genre is only five years old. So they're probably... They were probably the, the the studio heads probably like all right make Friday the Thirteenth but with Norman Bates and, and at a time when the studio still had a reverence for the past and didn't exactly. feel like okay what uh you know young hot boy band member can we cast in this yeah. uh, lead role who can um, reinvent a uh, Norman Bates yeah no, I yeah it's surprised if that's what happened and they're like all right let's do Friday the Thirteenth not realizing that no, like at the time what people wanted was yeah you know, they wanted young coeds getting slashed every ten minutes uh, you know. yeah. So uh, uh, they kind of locked into actually getting a a kind of isolated gem of a, a, a slower, hard, um, you know, well-acted art. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah, it makes this film seem better on that front, too. It's like, well, this is better than most of Friday or all the Friday the 13th movies and uh, many of the Halloween sequels. And yeah, I, granted, we hadn't gone into terrible Halloween sequel territory yet by the time this came out. But but yeah, this was a, an above average uh, or yeah, it, it's about on par with something like Black Christmas. And, and uh, if it was if they did go full tilt and it was Perkins going around the motel, killing people and having a final girl and all that, it would have been a worse movie than the Friday the 13th movies. Cause those movies worked so well yeah. because Jason is this killing machine with a, uh, with a bag over his head or a hockey mask. Uh, and so if they actually, if they did try to make, if they, they like, well, we got Perkins, but well, he'll do it. And they tried to just recopy a 1983 slasher film. It would have been horrible. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I mean, this is more slasher than you expect it to be, or, or I, th I think, uh, at least in comparison to the original. But yeah, it still pulls its punches, and it it, it puts the art and the performances first. Exactly. exactly. I also thought the, the shot at the end where he's walking down the steps from the house, it looked really bad. Like, you could tell there was a green screen, and it looked it's, like shit. It's because they're trying to recreate the poster from the original, right? It wasn't there a famous poster of his silhouette on the yeah, yeah and it, it it's he's doing yeah he's moving in that way against a green screen probably where he's trying to hit that pose exactly, but so it looks weird and deliberate and yeah yeah he looks he's, real gangly and strange too. Like I don't I don't think he was that long in real life. Mm. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. They were trying to do like the iconic shot, like at the end of Batman, where they scroll up and the church bells are ringing and the bat okay. signals out and Batman's on the roof. Like they're like, oh, we got to end it with this iconic shot. And it's like, no, that doesn't fit the tone of the movie. This was a pretty <clears throat> grounded movie. Uh, so yeah, it's it, it, yeah. I when I when I saw that, I was like, we don't need this. Yeah, it, it paves the way for for you know the sequels, I guess. But uh, yeah, it doesn't match what precedes it. Exactly. So, Jack, you said that in three, they explain more about his real mom, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say more without no, you. You, you, don't, you, don't you have can. To. I, I've seen it. I just uh, don't remember. Um, and I, I, I guess it's. I think it's strange that they did it. Like, why not just put that scene at the beginning of three, then instead of at the end of two? Because mm -hmm. it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't foreshadow there being a third movie. It really just is another plot twist at that I point. Th I think it was twist for twist's sake. Uh, they wanted to have the departed ending here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but but you know, to their credit, I really didn't see it coming. I thought the movie was pretty much over when he left the police station. It's like, oh, he got got away with it, and you know, he was innocent. And but you know, sucks for Meg Tilly. Yeah. Uh, so you know, I I liked I liked that it, there was a twist, even though if the twist itself was kind of like kinda dumb, yeah. eye rolling. But uh, I don't know. I kind of worked for. It. I, I did think it was really funny. I was waiting for her to choke on the tea and just a shovel out of nowhere. Yeah, it's. Uh... 
it, it's a, a wildly unnecessary but pretty great kill. It's or it's just it's silly, but it's, it's still pretty great. The first time I think I no 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 of course I had seen Psycho two by then, but I do remember. Uh, I guess it was the first time I'd seen it on the big screen. I, I went to Fantastic Fest years ago in Austin, which is like it's a genre festival, but mostly horror films. And one of the best things we went to was it was just a two hour block of like kills from like horror movies for over the years. And that was one of them. And the audience went nuts for that That's one. Like it, crazy. Yeah, it took, so, I would have loved to have watched that. It was so much fun. And it just made me think it's like, Oh my gosh, they should do this more often. Like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it, this should be a thing. That's, just, a super, uh, it's like a YouTube supercut, but you're watching exactly. a big screen with a bunch of people. With That's people yeah. It was so much fun. And, and it made me, you know, that was still, I mean, that was now 10, 11 years ago. And I was still not yet fully into horror films because when I grew up, I was terrified of the notion of horror films. You know, I was traumatized by VH cover art, VHS cover art. And uh, and then it wasn't <laughs> until like years later where I st actually started to watch these movies. Like, oh no, not only are these not really scary, but I really like them. And uh, uh, and so, yeah, I, I think I discovered a few films uh, that way. I had never seen Maniac, the original Maniac, and uh, until I saw like they, they did uh, an iconic kill from that. At, uh, I don't uh, think that, I've seen it. Yeah, that compilation. It's like, ooh, I kind of want to see this one now. And uh, yeah, a few others. Um, Shaw Brothers. In college, I came up with this concept I really wanted to do, and I just uh, didn't do it. But um, we, we we would do power hours. I don't know if you ever did power mm. hours. Oh uh, yeah. Every oh, sixty yeah. seconds, you would take a sh shot of beer, like you would drink a swig of beer. Only did one of those. Would you Would you always stop at an hour, or would you keep going? I think the one time oh, I did we, it, we, we did like we did ninety minutes. We would do pregame and then go out, uh, oh, out to clubs and bars and stuff. Um, and I think there was songs, maybe that people may have. Really, I, I don't know if I, I also came up with that idea. I don't think I did. I think there was already songs where like there was like sixty second songs, and at the end of the song, you take a swig. swig. There was um, um, she's like an Instagram personality ali spagnola she like she would tour with drinking songs and she would do live shows and everything it was similar to that so so this was 2000 oh god i was a sod junior maybe uh so 2004 2005 uh and i wanted to do a power hour of 60 one minute clips of my favorite films and i would play Ooh. it i'm like all right now we can, we'll, we'll just watch these like best of hits of films and i had the list i had a loosely paper with hundreds of, of scenes i wanted to include you know, and like all over the board, comedy, action, uh, just have these great scenes. And then when the movies switch to another clip, you would drink and it would be a fun, more fun way to do it. And mm -hmm. I, I really wanted to do it. And this was before there was a YouTube because, you know, uh, basically I didn't do it because my computer couldn't really handle ripping 60 DVDs. It was the technology wasn't great. It was well, it was it was half the technology and half really me just not being technically up to the challenge. But uh, and there was nowhere to really show it. It would have been a local thing. You know, maybe Ebaum's World. I could have uploaded it to, but uh, I always, I, I always regret not doing it. Yeah, it's, that's what it reminds me of the the. Story. And it's it's perfect for this generation who doesn't have the patience to watch a, a full movie. They just want to see the best parts of it anyway. So, so I yeah, would totally yeah. pay ten bucks to go to like a, an Alamo Draft House and just watch a montage of Sean Bean deaths. <laughs> yeah. uh, have you ever seen uh, that video? They might have to do that on a few uh, consecutive nights, right? I mean, there are just so many. Uh, There's a, there, there is a YouTube supercut. Oh, is there? Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I haven't. It's, it's incredible. I think I think the last one is uh, is uh, um, Fellowship, oh, where he just keeps oh. getting hit with arrows. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I guess that one is pretty, you know, gratuitous. Oh, no, you know what? It might be Golden Eye. It might be Golden I mean, yeah. uh, There's so many to choose from. Exactly. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> what was I guy. watching? 
something. I was watching something today. Uh, and I was, it was a, an actress. I guess it was a Vera Miles. No, I, I was, it was, it was an actress who dies and, and it was somebody who you get the impression they don't do a lot of like action movies or whatever. And it's like, Oh, that must be weird to like act like you're dying. Like if, like if you're like, can you like, you know, it's funny that we ask actors to do that, but you, you get these like classically trained Shakespearean, like, you know, a Ben Kingsley or something. It's like, all right, now pretend to die. You're just like, Bleh. you know, I, what, was, what the hell was I watching? I don't know. I lost it. <laughs> it is weird when you see actor, you know, great actors out of their comfort zone, like doing something that like, you know, this is not your genre. This is not your uh, typically what you you're asked to do. Uh, yeah. but. Robert Lozier was great in this. I was surprised. I usually, yeah. usually he hams it up and I was, he was, he played a pretty believable, sympathetic uh, strict. Robert Lozier, by the way, uh, went to high school with my grandmother. He's from my he's from my little neighborhood in Staten Island. He's from Midland Beach. I've always been a fan, and and yeah, I I do like that he is, uh, and I knew that he died, and I couldn't remember how or why, but he really is uh, in Norman's corner on this. Like he he is he has his best interests at heart, and and he yeah. seems to be a good guy to to want to he's killed uh, by accident. Like, yeah, hey. exactly. Yeah, That's brutal. Uh, uh, oh, there was this. I had this in the notes. I don't know how I, I, I must have deleted it by accident. Uh, early in the movie, when Robert Lozier drives him to the Bates Motel, he's got a paper bag full of groceries. Uh, and I could tell that he had total cereal. Uh, and I was just like, man, it's so weird to think that like Norman Bates is like eating a bowl of total. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know why. That, I was just, it, like, it was such a specific. Like it's a cereal that I remember from my childhood that I, I've never I haven't thought about in twenty years, and, I, and it was just so weird to see him eating. Like, you know, I don't know. Imagine like your fucking your Norman Bates iconic cereal killer, and you're like, yeah, I think I'll have a bowl of honeycombs tonight. <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, weird segue, but the uh, uh, Metrograph downtown is doing a whole uh, Albert Brooks weekend, and I, I I haven't been able to attend the films of his I really want to see. But yesterday I went to see Mother, which I probably haven't seen since it came out. You know, Albert Brooks and Debbie Reynolds, and there's a scene of them in the supermarket, and they're walking down the cereal aisle, and I got so distracted looking at all of these cereals, <laughs> like, ooh, that doesn't even exist anymore. It's like, oh wow, I forgot about Product 19, and like, oh wow, remember when that cereal had that mascot, and now it's something else. Yeah, it was <laughs> it was horribly distracting that's so interesting because like you're right because you know it, it's tied into your childhood and nostalgia yeah. and stuff like that uh but and but there's so many things to be nostalgic about but i think cereal might be the most perfect one it because you, you know, you're at that height you just got it's right in your face and you walk down the supermarket aisle with your mom you know mm -hmm. once or twice a week uh, all that stuff gets burned yeah that's so interesting and like it, the the logos the art is so of its time yeah, exactly. I, yeah, you you don't think about how you know there's there's some things that stay the same, but like others that they evolve. And and when was the last time you really saw a cereal commercial? I mean, when, when I was a kid, you saw them fifty times a day, especially if you were like watching cartoons and stuff. Yeah. You see the the the, the Diggum Frog and the Cinnamon Toast Crunch Bakers and I'm glad you said bakers frog. because at some point I feel like they they fired two of the bakers and they, they, they did yes yes there, there used to be three yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and yeah it, I mean those commercials were great because they were like little mini cartoons like oh yeah yeah the Captain Crunch and uh, uh, the, the the cuckoo bird whatever he was uh, yeah the, the, this were like uh, yeah I think there is a lot of nostalgia tied to those um, yeah, I so. wrote in high school uh, I wrote. Uh, I, I was the editor of the literary magazine. I could write whatever I want, uh, and I decided to go with a one-act play 
uh, where all the serial mascots were in group therapy. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So corny and stupid. And like Michael Jordan was there and like, why are you here? He's like, Wheaties. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, it was, it was so, it was so, it was like very, I had a very distinct comedic voice when I was 16 and 17. Um, both me and Dan, uh, very similar. Like we, we wrote hundreds of sketches. We were going to do a sketch comedy show for public access. That was our, that was our plan. And these, they're so bad. And it's such a, it's hard to ex- describe it, but it's such a, it's like it's when you're first discovering Kevin Smith and you think you're doing like snappy dialogue, but it's not. It's just bad. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, there's pop culture references and like it's like insult humor. And uh, it's just having like Tony the Tiger and Toucan Sam like do bad Kevin Smith cosplay. It was uh, it was just terrible. It still sounds better than anything on Saturday Night Live these days. So uh, <laughs> you, you have that going for it. Um, the, what amazes me. So I haven't had I was just talking about this yesterday with my friend. I love cereal. I it's so goddamn delicious, and I haven't had a bowl in at least a decade. I can't remember the last time I've had a bowl of cereal, and I miss it yeah. so much. But I'm not gonna do it because, you know, I'm not gonna go buy a box and I'm like I don't buy milk because it goes bad. I don't. I don't exactly. Keep yeah. And like so, I, I like I'm not gonna go to a diner because I always thought it was weird ordering a bowl of cereal. Like I don't want somebody pouring my milk for me. It's, it's something yeah. gross. It's something something intimate about it. You know, it's like exactly, holding my yeah. while I pee. Like that, that. Only me. Only I get to do that. There's um the brewers had for a while you could get an order of nachos and it would come in a full size helmet. Yeah. So that was my cereal bowl. So I would just <laughs> buy a box of cereal and then I would dump the entire box in there and eat the whole fucking thing. That reminds me of the pilot to the Flash TV show from 1990. Oh uh, yeah. Where, uh, he, the he, the day after he gets his superpowers, he uh deci- he he's hungry, so he pours a bowl of Cheerios and then he's like, "This bowl's not big enough," so he like empties a flower pot and pours the whole box in and eats the whole box of Cheerios. <laughs> Wow, that is flooding back to me. I, Isn't that uh, such a weird specific memory? <laughs> I was so excited for the Flash that night. I didn't watch The Simpsons. Yeah, I was like, oh. that was, it was a big. It was a big. I think I watched the whole season. I think we watched it every week. Mm. Um, uh, but so now it's amazing because I really miss cereal. I really enjoyed eating it, but I won't eat it because it's. It, there's nothing redeemable about it. Like, there's yeah. not, you can't even be like, like even like pizza, I'll, I, you know, pizza's bad for you, but I'll eat pizza because I'll be like, ah, oh, it's got sauce, it's got tomatoes, it's got crust, it's carbs. This well, is and, and, just a bowl of sugar. Yeah, and, uh, you know, pizza, you can argue, it's like, oh, okay, I'll get a slice from time to time. It's not, to, if you get a box of cereal, you have to go through that thing because the milk will go bad. And yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah so when I, uh, and when I started heavily dieting, the cereal was like the first thing to go because, yeah, you... I, time was I would have either a large bowl or I would have like two or three consecutive bowls because exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah you had to get through the milk it's like yeah it's, it's just not working and it was but, addicting. Oh, boy, it's, it. it's yeah. so goddamn tasty so you do you just keep eating it you know you probably would eat the whole box if, if, if you if there wasn't somebody to go if you were it wasn't drilled into you that no you don't eat the whole box I think when, when I was in college when I was uh, living on my own and, and doing my own food shopping I think I I would uh, I would a box for me would be two, two maybe three servings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and uh, I, I grew up in one of those households where it's like oh no sugar cereal, so it was a lot of like Nutra grain and uh, and you know if I was really good corn flakes. Uh, so, but uh, <laughs> that's yeah. So, so I was raised by my my grandmother, uh, and we she always had corn flakes, 
mm-hmm. and then we had the sugar for the coffee because my they would my grandma and yeah. my grandpa would drink coffee and we would pour the sugar on our yep. cornflakes. That's how we yeah. did it. Either that or puffed rice. Those were the two. Yeah, it was one of those. I, I didn't know you could do that at the time. Like it never <laughs> occurred to me that you could sugar your cereal. I think I saw like maybe Bart Simpson or someone do that in, in a thing or or a Calvin and Hobbes thing. I think he was uh, he putting sugar on a cereal. And it's like. Oh my gosh! Of course, you could do that, and yeah, instant. Yeah, it, my cornflakes could turn into frosted flakes. Exactly. Yeah, I remember it was a big deal when we got to a certain age where my grandmother started. I think it was maybe she was taking care of us more. Uh, at some point, she was like, "I'm just gonna buy the frosted flakes." So then yeah. we had the frosted flakes. But um, well, when I started living on my own, I was like, you know, I I had dreamed like this when I was a kid, but it did occur to me at some point. It's like. I can now buy the sugar cereals. I can go get cocoa puffs. Yeah, I can yeah. get apple jacks or whatever, and I could do that. And I and I did on occasion. And usually for me, I, I I was so used to like the supposed nutritional stuff that I could get maybe one bowl. It's like okay, I got that out of my system. Like it it, yeah. it, it wouldn't taste good to me. If I were a kid, it would be crap. I would love it. Yep, but yep. as an adult, it's like, uh, no, can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think my, uh, when Rice Krispie Treat cereal came out, that was huge. Mm-hmm. That was like, if, like, if, uh, if cereal is like crack cause it's so sweet and it's so good. Um, Rice Krispie Treats is like nuke them for like nuke from uh, RoboCop two, Like just like super, super crack, like super yeah. heroin. It was so goddamn good. Oh, my mouth's watering just thinking uh, about it. Did those go away? I mean, I hope so, because otherwise I, I, I might go to the 24 hour market. So I don't buy cereal anymore, but I see yeah. it more. And then what amazes me, and the same with candy bars, is the last 10, 15 years has seen like a diversification of cereals. It's like it's almost like it's it's like media companies and, and conglomerates and everything. It's everything is consolidating. So now instead of having fifty different kinds of cereals, now you have like the big six and yeah. then every conceivable flavor of those six. Oh so god. It's like, you know, it used to be there used to be Cheerios and Honey Nut Cheerios, and yeah. then Apple and then Apple Cinnamon came out. It's like, holy crap! That can you believe this? One. That's that's my number one cereal, Apple yeah. Cinnamon. Uh, but, but now and, there, there are thirty yeah. different Cheerios now. There you got are chocolate. So you got red many. velvet. You got black and white. You got multi grain. You got whole grain. You got eight grain. You got twelve grain. You got yeah. frosted Cheerios. You could fill an aisle just with Cheerio variety. Yeah, exactly. And that and you can say that about. Uh, I saw Cocoa Flakes. I saw cinnamon cinnamon frosted flakes today. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, and then you so same with the Oreos. There's 500 kinds of Oreos. Oh, and yeah. Snickers, uh, not Snickers. Um, uh, yeah, I guess it's yeah, I guess Snickers. Snickers has like six different Snickers now. Oh, really? Yeah, it used to be just yeah. Snickers. Now you have Snickers, hazelnut, Snickers, Snickers, peanut butter, Snickers, crunchy, dark uh, Snickers. No. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, 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 you, it's, you can't improve so- on perfection, right? We only needed one. I think it. I think it's because we beat the rush the Ruskies in the Cold War. Mm-hmm. And to rub it in their face, we're like the whole thing. The whole thing with America is we had choice. So yeah. Communism, communism is a one-party system. You don't have choice. In this country, we get to choose. So once we beat them, we're like now we're just gonna go batshit crazy with it. We're gonna yeah. have eight different kinds of Milky Ways. Yeah, the, the, this Oreo thing is out of control. I, I can't stand it. Every time, every freaking week, there's a new one. It's, uh, and, and, and none of them are good, right? I assume. Yeah, yeah. I had the Swedish fish ones. They were pretty disgusting. Yeah, those were good. Oh, God. Uh, I, I do I like pumpkin pie one. I do like the, oh. the, the black and white ones. And there, there's a few I like. I, I was always, so, I mean, not for nothing. We, I grew up in the 90s and the 80s. We did have a couple of flavors. We did, you know, it wasn't like in the 60s where it was just ours. We had, 
we did have the fudge covered in the double stuff. We, we used oh, to, sure, sure. Double, double stuff I don't, I don't count as, we a, had, as a We had Chips Ahoy variety. Chewy, and I remember it was yeah. a big deal when Chips Ahoy Crunch, uh, Chunky came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was Chips Ahoy Sprinkles, which was always very hard to find. Mm. Um, but I love these things, and I miss them, and I really want to eat them, but they're poison. It's just yeah. chemicals and sugar. And like, so I, I, I know I try, I try, even though I drink beer and I, you know, I, I put things in my body. I shouldn't, uh, they, they seem worse. I would yeah, like, I, I'd rather smoke a joint from a drug dealer <laughs> that may have laced it. And I've never met him before, uh, that eat a bowl of like delicious apple cinnamon Cheerios. And I have these fantasies of like, if I went back in time, all of these like processed foods and sugary cereals and stuff like that, they would taste so much better, you know, back when they used real sugar instead of a fructose corn syrup and stuff. Like I have this fantasy that it all used to be healthy. Even the crap used to be healthier than what we have now. And I I know that's not exactly true, but it's it's just nice to think about like, wow, I I wish I could remember what that cereal used to taste like in in my childhood because I know it's not the same now. I, I don't think it's all me that's changed. It's, it's, I wonder if history is going to look back at our poor parents, like the way we look back at like slave owners in the 18th century. It's like, well, it was different in, the, in that time. It's like, no, they still own slaves. It's horrible. I could, I could see like people try to justify the way our parents fed us. It's like, no, yeah, they would give you, they would willingly give you a bowl of sugar and be like, oh, those monsters. It's like, no, it was different at the time. It's like, no, they were literally, they must have known. Yeah, yeah, we, we all turned out. They okay, gave us right? such garbage, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but it's so true. I, like, I mean, I don't have, uh, I don't, uh, I don't think any of us have kids. Um, but I don't know if I have any. You seem to go, you seem to go out of your way Kane now. Alaska. Give them slightly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You do try to like not give them bowls of sugar. You, right. you do try to eat healthy. Ideally, yeah. Or even as adults, we all stopped eating cereal. Exactly. My dad, yeah. My dad still eats cereal. I look at my nephew now and the, the healthy stuff that his mom uh, feeds him. I was like, ah, oh, you poor kid. Party's over, I guess. Uh, right. yeah. I bought some pumpkin spice cereal. But what, what, just, what brand? Is like, it just pumpkin spice cereal? No, I, I had the life pumpkin spice cereal. Um, it's not like pumpkin spice Cheerios? Pumpkin spice I had, I had pumpkin spice Cheerios last year. They're not very good. <laughs> um, what the hell did my wife give me? I think they're like cinnamon crunch Cheerios right now. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Um, there was one other. I, they weren't bad, but I just try not to eat them that often. I'll like you know, here and there. It's not just food if you think about it. It's also superheroes. Look at how many different Wolverines and Batmans there. Are. I just watched a bat animated Batman movie uh, now, and it was the modern Batman, and it's it's the Bat family. It's Batman. You got your Batman. You got your Robin. You got your Batgirl. Sure. You got your Batwoman. You got your uh, Nightwing. You got uh-huh. your Red Robin, who is Tim yeah. Tim Drake. He can't be Robin anymore, and he can't be Nightwing. So they just called him. They just like ah, Red Robin, uh, Poochie, Poochie, Red Robin. So and then <laughs> and then you have uh, Batwing, which is a black Batman who flies. So wow. uh, like it's that's a, but that's pretty much cinnamon crunch pumpkin spice. It, it, yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's just a very interesting phenomenon. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not saying I hate it. I sometimes I get the hazelnut Snickers bar. But it's just a, I just find it very interesting that that they only thought to do that ten years ago. Like, why why wasn't that in our childhood? Maybe, maybe it's a chemical thing. Maybe they couldn't 
Yeah, they synthesize all these flavors. Yeah, Yeah. I I will say this is my favorite time of year to like, you know, make this horrible dad joke that I I do that if I'm at the supermarket and usually this happens at Trader Joe's because I think they're trained, the, the, the checkout people to say, did you find everything you were looking for today? My favorite thing to do at this time is, uh, oh, uh, not exactly. I'm wondering if you could help me. Um, do you happen to have anything here that's pumpkin flavored? And then <laughs> get, like, a little five second bead of like, uh, it's like, oh, I'm just messing with you. It's <laughs> fucking everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My name is Johnny Pomato. You've been great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get a few uh, good. I, I, I always know, like, you know, it depends who I, I get at the checkout. Like, okay, I, I know you'll be receptive. It's a cute girl. Maybe I'll, I'll I'll pull that one out. You know, they they uh, they tend to reach cute girls and old ladies. It's uh, but yeah, the uh, uh, some of the some of them you can tell are pretty humorless at the get go. Yeah, yeah, I I, I, I yeah, I, I'm the same way. I can't help it. I do a, even bank tellers and stuff. You try to throw a joke. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, I can't think of any specific jokes. But uh, Matt, you have Google open, right? What did it? Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotta I gotta stop smoking so much weed. What was? What's the what's the uh, I, I had something to ask you and I can't remember what it was. I wanted you to look up. Oh, oh, do you think I bet there is. This is why I want you to look it up. Do you think there's like pumpkin spice, like KY jelly and like flavored condoms? Oh, like, that, like if there isn't, there's got to be because there has there to is, be. if there isn't somebody at Trojans not doing their job. Yeah, I'm going but, incognito for this because shit's about to get dirty. Uh, your wife's yeah. sister, she knows it's a, she knows it's a track request. You're going to get oh, a no, lot no, of targeted no, no. ads, though. It's it's me using Google at work and something pops up and it's like you searched for pumpkin oh, spice sex I, I, had porn, I had I had so much porn on my computer yes uh, Friday at work, um so I I write for the college blog and right now we're very strict about only using public domain images because we got a couple of uh, like algorithms picked up some images we use and we're like hey you don't own this, uh so we use these public image websites like you you know um like uh, like uh. Getty Images, but public domain. Uh, so I, I, I was doing a piece on acting. So I typed in acting as the keyword, and it was just all porno. It was amazing. It was just like all like artsy nudes, and like just and like some weren't so artsy, and some were clearly not eighteen yet. And I was just like, what? I did, like I put acting. I didn't even put actress. When I put actress, I got real hard. Sure, sure. But like I just put acting, and then I was like related search terms: theater, drama, girl, erotica, uh, you know, teen. It's like oh, what the what like is are there people actually like like copyright conscious who are going and looking for public domain porn? Probably, it's all together possible. Oh, yeah. I'm um, oh, sorry. So the the pumpkin spice uh, Spencer's condom. sells warming sweet licks pumpkin spice latte. There it is, flavored sex gel. See, I just I don't trust like Spencer's. Like I don't want to put that inside my vagina. Oh, I don't God, like. No. What, what, what horrible well, it's, it's, I mean, the fact that it's Spencer's, maybe it is more of a novelty. It's it's more to, to uh, it's, a, true, it's a gag true. gift yeah. by, uh, than, than an actual uh, when you want when you, when you want to suck a dick, but you still want to taste that pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, you only get a three month window every year. So. <laughs> no, it's true. I um, I I bought uh, pumpkin pie flavored protein powder, and it's fucking disgusting. But I mix it with. Uh, plain greek yogurt and it's the same consistency as like a pumpkin pie and it tastes the same it's great oh that's so interesting i'm, I'm surprised yeah. soylent doesn't have a pop, pumpkin pie yet not yet pumpkin 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 spice soylent green by, by the way though the strawberry soylent is actually the tastiest it's the closest to actually tasting like a like a protein oh, i forgot you actually got soylent 
Yeah, yeah. I, I do it for my after workouts now. Um, even though it's never super it. expensive. I, I I'm gonna run out eventually. I only get it when it's on sale for uh, like two dollars a bottle. For me, tell, tell me, like I, I've never tasted it or even been it's been in its presence, but I've always just assumed that what Soylent tastes like is like you get a, ju- a a whole box of Cheerios, you pour into milk, you let it sit for like two hours, so it's just <laughs> soggy. Pour that into a blender, blend it all up, and and that's what Soylent is, right? I mean that that's what it. No, looks it, like, it just tastes like it tastes like a. Uh, like a ensure, like it tastes like one of those. Oh, really? It's okay. a little less sweet. It's a little less flavorful. The strawberry yeah. is the closest they've come to like actually tasting kind of good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not the the it's not terrible. The chocolate okay. one's a little. Ugh. Um, I guess but, when I first heard about it, there was only original flavor. Like it, yeah, it was, yeah. it was brand it was, new. I think yeah. that was, and that was, when it first came out, it was a, it was only a powder that you mix yeah. with warm tap water. This, the, these are like the pre-made. You know, they're, it's no different than like the mighty milk and the the protein. Exactly. I think that's why I felt I thought that at the time was because yeah, yeah it was that powder and it kind of looked a little chunky too. So it was yeah. like, oh, this is. Gross. The only reason that this one's creamier because it's it's you know it's not mixed in. I'm not the one that's doing the mixing. The re- the reason I'm trying to get into it is you know I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to eat healthier and be more efficient. Uh, and I'm just hoping that it's healthier than those other protein shakes that are over the counter yeah. because it's like I, I, I my diet the way I try to eat. And this is the reason I don't eat cereal anymore. Is I eat garbage. I eat mozzarella sticks. I eat you know I eat pizza all the time. I what I try not to do is eat processed foods. I, I try not to eat like things with chemicals in it. I try to eat things that are ha- like actual ingredients. Soylent is the opposite of that. It's super processed, but I'm hoping they're, I'm taking them at their word that it's, it's healthy. It probably isn't. And that's why I haven't, I only do it for my, my after workouts, but, um, but, but back to the cereal thing, I, I don't know. I, I think I was, a, I'm in a small minority of people. I would like to, I let my cereal sit on purpose. I like soggy cereal. I liked I liked eating just like frosted flake slop. I didn't like the cr- crunchy hurts my mouth. It cuts my bad roof of my mouth. Some of them, yes. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the cons- uh, consistency and the um, uh, whatever the flakes or nuggets of whatever it is. Like, yeah, some of them need more milk penetration. I love, them so, than I love yeah. soggy Cheerios. I love soggy flakes. Um, I, I hated Crispix because Crispix mm. never got Soggy. It's true. Uh, I, although checks did, and I used to really love soggy checks. Um, I wasn't. I wasn't big. My grandma would buy checks. I wasn't big into checks. Uh, I love checks mix, but uh, sure. it was, it was, um, my I, I liked rice Krispies, crispy treats. Count Chocula was a big one for me. I don't mm-hmm. like Cheerios that much. Neither do I. 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 I used to when I was a, a little kid. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, once once yeah, once you go after cinnamon, cinnamon, I liked, yeah. Yeah. like honey nut. I, I like. Uh, Frosted Flakes was a big one in my house. I like Frosted Mini Wheats. I like mm, Basic Robin's Four. favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah, Basic Four. That was a that, that was one of the uh, healthy ones we were allowed. Yeah. Although you look yeah. at the side of the box, of, this isn't healthy. The <laughs> <laughs> um, the the biggest one I've noticed now that has come out like of like the, the a new titan of the industry that's come out since I we've we've all kind of stopped uh, is uh, Flake. What's it called? Play, uh, crave. Crave oh, with yeah. Oh, yeah. and it's, it's like chocolate cereal. Just chocolate, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it's like, come on. It's, it's like I, 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 not even trying. It's it's like how Trump doesn't even try to like cover up his lies anymore now. When he just is like, ah, oh, no, I didn't do it. I and mean, he doesn't even like give an excuse. Like, no, nah, I didn't do that. This like, yeah, it's cereal. 
Yeah, and, and I assume that no one eats Crave with like milk poured over it. That's like just one of those that you shove your arm into the box and uh, and grab a few, right? Like, I, I mean, I've, I've never seen one of those boxes opened or even or cookie crisp. Even cookie crisp, we look the other way. We're like, all right, yeah, yeah sure, it's cereal. It's this just one, tiny it's little cookies. <laughs> I, I loved cookie cookie crisp. We were only I was allowed when we would have our summer vacation down the shore. And like the first thing you do is you uh, you get the keys to the bungalow, you unpack the minivan, and then you get to the supermarket and you stock up for the week. And uh, we, I would always get the cookie crisp. So that's a great memory. I don't think I ever had it, but I always wanted it. I, I, yeah. It was tasty. It was up there. Oh, gosh, this is dangerous. I, I'm going to have to avoid the supermarket the next <laughs> I know, few days. I know. This it's is going to be fresh in my head. But like, it, well, I need to get the context of the cookie crisp joke. I am like, so so I, I should just get a box just to try it. <laughs> you guys uh, realize we haven't talked about the movie in over a half an hour. I, 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 I thought we finished food. <laughs> no, no, we totally did. I just I was I'm like, I wonder how long this will go on what, for. Wait, I thought we were talking about a serial killer. Ho ho! You can use that one to trade it, Joe. Oh, I will. Oh. <laughs> I only have a few weeks until Halloween, so uh, it, uh, I only get a few weeks of that one. But uh, the one thing, the one saving grace is it's too much work. So that's why, uh, as much as I miss cereal, I don't cave the way I cave in all my other vices. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not going to do the work. I'm not going to buy the box and do the milk. And then I don't like to leave anything open. Uh, like 34 year old Jack, if I'm buying a box of cereal, I'm going to then do what some of my aunts did and like pour the rest of the cereal into like a Tupperware and like have that. Mm hmm. The mystery tub. <laughs> it's amazing uh, how like a lot of those cereals are uh, are like dried dog food, but for people, it's like people food. Yeah, odd conclusion. Well, you know, it's, it's all oats and uh, and and, and you know, um, at the base and stuff. There's Cockroach a book. Uh, there's an interesting Fresh Air uh, Terry Gross NPR podcast with the author, and you could probably just read the book as well about Kellogg. Kellogg basically invented the flake. Yeah, um, I, I have this book and I haven't read it yet. It's it's on my list, but I'm I'm fascinated. Ever, ever since I saw the Road to Wellville as a kid, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wow, look at all the tits. But I, I I also was just fascinated by whoa, this was a real place. And so, yeah, yeah, it sounds amazing. So yeah, now you should definitely check it out. And basically, his brother did most of the work and came up with the concept of the cornflake. And like that that like they, that was the re that's the reason Kellogg's is Kellogg's is they pretty much invented breakfast cereal. And he was also like chemically castrating everyone or something like that. Yeah, it's, it, 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 yeah. It's, it's there was some weird shit. He's he's all about pooping a lot, which uh, is kind of why I I, I want to read read up on the guy. Anybody who poops five times a day is a hero in my book. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> so do you ever have you ever pooped five times in one day? Yeah, every day of my life. How was yeah. your asshole not just bleeding constantly? I didn't say it wasn't. Oh. Uh, uh, no, I, I don't I don't know what I don't know when this started happening. I think it was, it was right around when I had a, got a nine to five job uh, and finally had like a routine in my life. But no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm pretty much minimum four a day. Wow, that's the Ooh. dream. Yeah, it most of them before noon. I I try like you. I don't usually do it at night. I um so I drank a lot all weekend, with the exception of today. So to like I was just it, there was just mud. It was a muddy marker. Is what was happening back there. Um, there's certain foods like like we go to the diner sometimes. Uh, if I go to a diner, if I do something like that, I know like it, like it's like clockwork. Mm -hmm. I can set yeah. my watch. It's like all right, 20 minutes. I got like I can't. I just I can't hold it in. I just. 
Well, I think the grease just like lubricates your gastrointestinal yeah. tract, and it's, oh, it's everybody out. But let's uh, see. I to me, that's normal. It seems like that makes sense, the logic. But I'm the outlier. I'm the only one. Like where my friends are like, all right, what do you, you want to go get some coffee? Like, I no, I have to go home first. Like, like I, this, this is. Well, it's, so it's weird because like I, I shit at least once a day, you know, not a big deal. Which seems that seems to me to be a very perfectly normal statement. But apparently, there are people that don't. No, but I know people who shit once every couple of days. I don't get that. That's like it's, yeah. it's 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 whatever is normal for you is normal. It's, yeah, it's a good way of looking at. It. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's what I've that's my understanding of it is if, if your body is normally four times a day, then that's normal for you. you but know? what kills me is like I'm shitting, you know, I shit a lot, especially the last few like year, couple of years. But you would think I would not have this big fucking beer gut. You think you think every it's it seems the ratio of what's going in and what's going out seems to be one to one. I don't know why. I don't know why I got this fucking beer gut. I can't lose. I mean, I know why because I drink a lot of beer. But <laughs> what well, seems like you've answered your right own question. the name, yeah. <laughs> but it's I'm glad we've segued into the old man talk. Yeah, I, I, I was promised that we would get to old man talk. And, uh, and, and, uh, yeah. This is what happens when I fill in as, as guest host. Is uh, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about <laughs> bowel movements at some point. Um, yeah, no, you would think you, I, it's just very fresh when I'm having my fourth or fifth or sometimes sixth or seventh shit of the day, I, I, I I then go and wash my hands and I look in the mirror and I just see this this gut. I'm like, I should look like the fucking guy from thinner, like the Stephen King. Um, Clearly this is going right through me. Uh, It's it's frustrating. Well, Beatmaster wants to know if your shits are all liquid and if you need more fiber in your diet. No, no, they're they're very healthy consistencies. Uh, the ones when it, when it's like six or seven, that's when it's like uh, it's like a dog where I'm just going in like like a little little piece like that, and then and then I'm um, yeah, it's more the feeling. It's also I and I pee a lot too, and I, and uh, I realized one of the reasons I've been I pee a lot. I pee like tw- you know twice an hour. Uh, you know you play you game with me. The, yeah. The reason is it's not that I can't hold it in. I'm not going to piss myself. It's that I have no tolerance for holding it in. Like I just don't like I could hold it in, but it's the thought of having to even pee. just the second of the thought in my head is like, oh, I'm I'm gonna have to pee. I have to get it. I just have to do it. Like if I'm on, a, if I have to hold it in, I will. But it it's torture. It's like it's like it's the same reason why if I was ever tortured, uh, I would give up the information right away. I just don't want to be in pain. I don't want to not be comfortable. I will tell you everything you need to know. And like the second I, my bladder's like, you know what, we could we could use a little emptying. I'm like, all right, let's just do it. Yeah, I, I have. I have always had a great internal clock for that, and like, oh, I know that this movie I'm about to watch is two and a half hours, so my mind is going to tell my bladder we are off duty for two and a half hours, like clockwork. And then yeah. when it's over, maybe then. But in the last couple of years, I will like, you know, I, I still won't walk out of the theater, but I will have to go, and I'll go like, oh crap, and it'll be all I think about for an now hour. I try no, not to, that I never think- happened. No, I try not to drink any beverages for like three hours before a movie. Now I, I yeah. I'm getting I, um, there. I, I that's what I have to do. Uh, Broadway play. Uh, if I go to a Broadway mm-hmm. show, it's just whiskey, no beer, no wine. Just try to keep try to concentrate the alcohol as much as possible. Yeah, Kevin and I are seeing a, a Broadway play on uh, on Tuesday. It's a, a, a Irish play, and in three hours. And I said, well, um, what time are you off work? Maybe we could grab a Guinness and get in the mood. And he said, well, it's a three-hour play. We probably shouldn't do that. It's like, oh, good point. Yeah. It's uh, just a recipe for disaster. My, when I was like baggy and pee into it. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, oh! I actually uh, was just told by a friend who uh, she works at a Broadway theater, and they had to um, uh, call the cops on someone and kick them out uh, for uh, just urinating in a trash can. Like the the line for the bathroom was too long, and uh, <laughs> just went for it in full view of everyone. Didn't care. Um, when I go, when I go, to, I mean, I haven't gone to a Broadway show in uh, almost two years at this point, which is a shame. I was, I was being Missy were doing them pretty regularly. Um, but uh, I buy the seats online and I always, always go for an aisle seat that's closest to the exit. So when intermission comes up, I am literally the first one. Uh, and I, I have like I have it all timed down. Like yeah. there's lots of things you can apply this to. But if you put five minutes of prep into anything, it makes everything easier. Like yeah. if you just tell yourself what you're yeah. going to do when you're going to do it, it's great. Like that, like when I try to go to the gym, I've been really bad this week. Uh, I lay out everything the night before. So when I wake up at like six in the morning, I'm just like, here it is, out the door. Yeah, I also have to I, shit, which is of course. <laughs> uh, five times a day, I, I would imagine. Uh, I would say on average four, sometimes oh, three, okay. sometimes five, and yeah, I've had a six or seven day, but uh, it's most that that's when I'm like constipated. That's when I had, I had, ate something I probably shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've done that too, but it, it, usually something has gone wrong if that's happening for me instead of right. And uh, yeah, otherwise, I'm on, on a, a really healthy day. It's twice, like you know, once yeah. in the morning, once at night. But and it helps that I, it just helps that I eat. I eat so much healthier than I did. Uh, in, in like high school, early college was terrible. I was yeah. pretty much. I guess it was like when I graduated, and maybe slightly before I graduated college, where I, I was like actively trying to eat better i was like i really should take better care of myself but uh all you know there was a couple of year period where i only ate fast food like just junk like no salad i didn't even try you know just soda and just corn cereals. Like you know you first this is the first time you're doing your own food shopping and sure, you, have, yeah. you can get whatever you want and uh and those were some hard times on the old colon same yeah, <laughs> yeah. chinese food at least like two nights a week and uh yeah that that would uh and, so sophomore year at NYU, I lived down in Fidei a year after 9-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was nothing down in that neighborhood. Uh, Fidei is, uh, is, Matt, is like Wall Street. So everything closes at 5 o'clock um, because of the, the, it's just there's no residences there. So they all come into the stock exchange. They trade. 5 o'clock, they go home. So it just shuts down. It's a ghost town down there. And it was, it was miserable for all us college kids. Um, so the only, only, only two places open besides like a pizzeria that was several blocks down was a 24-hour uh, uh, McDonald's and a Chinese food. So for sophomore year, I ate three meals a day, and it was Chinese food, McDonald's, pizza. Those were my three meals a day uh, pretty much every day for a year. It was it was a rough. And you said to your buddy Morgan Spurlock, can you believe I do this three <laughs> times a day? And he just <laughs> silently sat there going, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> If he wants to do a if he wants to do a documentary about my my shits, uh, I'm more than happy to sell the rights. He might be happy to do that now. I, I don't think he's doing documentaries about anything these days uh, <laughs> since he uh, outed himself in the Me Too world. Uh, yeah, uh, things aren't going so great for Morgan. <laughs> um, so I guess that's about all we have to say about Psycho 2, right? Yeah. Was, <laughs> Psycho number two. Hey, yeah, this has been on topic. Yeah, number two. Yeah. Well, uh, Beat, Beat, called Psycho. Beat said all this potty talk. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Eh? I like it. I like it. Not, not bad. Not bad. Uh, uh, uh. Lots of uh, jokes. Yes, I, I, I'm apo- I apologize if I took any part in leading us down this path. I, no, I think it, it started with cereal. Hey. 
Yeah, I didn't but... stop it. I, 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 I knew exactly what I was doing, and I yeah. used to, you know, I, was like, I, I really like when Jack comes because he just kind of does, he just hosts the show for me. Yeah, <laughs> makes it easy. You need the break. Uh, you, Matt, sometimes Matt, like, Matt's a busy guy. He's got a busy week ahead of him. Sometimes he needs to just sit back and just let me talk about my shits for an hour. I, don't hate me I did this for mind. you. I did it for you, buddy. Yeah, I enjoy it. Um, we do need to have you come back soon, though, so you can be our official first guest to number 10. <laughs> Wow, I'm your I'm your Alec Baldwin. I'm your John Goodman. Sure, <laughs> sure. Or that nasty hemorrhoid that you just can't get rid of. <laughs> the, it, we call that the Elliot Gould. <laughs> uh, also hosted SNL ten times, I believe. Uh, that's uh, happy beer. We we don't and we 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 just do a one rank one number. For yeah, you? yeah. Zero to five. Just that's it. You can give an explanation if you'd like. You don't have to. Oh, for the film. Oh, yeah, back to that. Oh, yeah. Back to the whole well, reason that we're here. I would, I would argue I didn't do your Psycho show, uh, uh, but good friends of mine did. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue that Psycho one would be a five. It's you know, it's literally one of the, it's probably one of the top one hundred films ever made. If yeah, you can and I, I'll add, always better than you remember it being. Yeah, I mean, we all know it so well, but I've only sit- seen it once. Oh, wow. Okay. I've seen it yeah. one and a half, maybe twice, but I've only really sat down and watched it once. Yeah. The last time I watched it, it was just like, well, I know this movie frontwards and backwards. Like, it, you know, I, I barely even need to pay attention. And it sucked me in so much. It's it, it really uh, it, it'll, it'll have that effect on you. I started a Hitchcock marathon uh, when I had Netflix discs for the first time. I was trying to watch all the filmographies of directors, and it took a year, but I watched every Scorsese film in order. Wow. And then I picked Hitchcock as my next director, and then I was going to do Coen Brothers. And I picked Hitchcock, and it was such a slog getting through because he has like 60 films, and it took forever to get to when he really started getting good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those early ones. I yeah. mean, it's not hitchcock many of them are great yeah yeah it's just hard to sit and watch and uh by the time i got to like rebecca i was just burned out and then and then i stopped getting netflix discs discs at some point so it's a shame i actually haven't really sat and watched you know i've seen vertigo i've seen north by northwest but um not nearly as much as i want to i want to like rewatch those and and really take them in Uh, i will say uh i've seen rerun a bunch of times because because of film school it always all the teachers made us watch it but rope is one is like one of my favorite films of all time yeah i I love that Um, one as well but anyway so if psycho was a five i would say psycho two for me this is a maybe a little generous i'm gonna go three may oh do we do point fives yeah, you can do point five. Three point five yeah. seems like it might be a little high. Do we do point two fives? Yes, you can. You can do whatever you want. I'm gonna do a three point two five. Okay. Yeah. Uh, me. Jeff did give once uh, a plus twenty five percent tip on a score, so you can fucking do whatever you want. Oh, I'm a big tipper, so yeah, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, by that logic, I would. Yeah. See. Uh, in terms of the uh, uh, the slasher genre of like 1982, when this was uh, was out, I think this is really above average uh, to the stuff that was coming out then. So I would almost be tempted to do a 3.5. But then if you consider if, if you're scaling it next to well, Psycho uh, uh, Psycho original is a five, and it's like well, I need more of a 1.5 gap in between the two. So yeah, I would. Uh, like I gave, I, 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 I gave Jaws a five. Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, on this show, and if yeah. we're if we're if if we're going all of the movies that have been covered on podcasts of terror, 
even I, I, I kind of feel like even my 3.25 is probably a little high for Psycho 2. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I would go three. Um, if I were judging it solely alone without the, uh, the you know, the annals of history and, and the surrounding it and everything, I would go higher. I would give it to a 3.25 or almost a 3.5 out of five. Uh, but yeah, if we are looking at it, especially alongside the original Psycho, I think it's a solid three. You know what? You know what? Matt, give me a 3.15. Oh, okay. No, no. Give me a 3.13. You're, you're not going to go full pie on that one? <laughs> you're, you're so close. No. <laughs> I, I was going to do, I was just about to make a pie joke and I realized I could, I can't, I, I always forget. I really can't name it past 3.14. I can't even, I can't even tell you the third place. Yeah. I, I remember as a kid, I was, I was very, or a teenager. I was very determined. Like I'm going to memorize pie. Yeah, I have a one in like, ten chance of getting this right, but I think after one point four comes five, three point one four five. Yes. Nope. Three point one four one five nine two six five three five nine. No, I thought a two came sooner than that. Yeah, it's, I, I, I I knew it to like twenty spaces at one point, but that was like high school. And I was just thinking about what I used to then. do. Um, I worked at OTB off track betting, and I would sit behind the bulletproof glass. And when I would work the night shifts at the dead branches, like the the, the ones that were like off the beaten track, uh, they were just empty. There would be, you know, I'd have like two customers. So I would just be sitting there doing nothing for hours. And I was so bored. And I didn't have a smartphone yet. And um, I remember there was a summer where I just decided what I would do was I had a deck of cards and I would just shuffle the cards and then memorize them. That was what I, that was like my goal for the night. So I would just like turn them and I go, okay, Jack of Diamonds eight of clubs and then i would put them back uh jack of diamonds eight of clubs and i would do this one by one until i had the entire deck memorized and i was like i was like oh i mean this is like it was what was that stupid brain app that was supposed to make your brain better i thought oh, that's, yeah yeah that's what i thought i was doing i thought i was like exercising my brain and then you know i would be on the way home that night on the set on ferry and I'd be like what was the card says King seven. I don't know. So it was such a pointless exercise. You, it didn't have to be. You could have been one of our greatest magicians. Like well, that, there is yeah. there is a way that people do memorize, and they say you have to. The way to do is like visualize. You have to assign them things, and you have to visualize a space and put them in the thing. And I just my brain does not work like that. I could yeah. never. Do that. Yeah, I think the great Ricky J. Like uh, he could. You know, with with just a few seconds with a deck, he could tell you where every card was in that deck. Yeah, that's so that's like that's a superpower. That's impressive as hell. I just. So Matt, what are you gonna give Psycho to? I gave it a one point five. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) He's a tough Um, grader. He's a tough. uh, Yeah, I've discovered that. Yeah, I. I, uh, This guy doesn't much care for horror uh, films, and uh, nope, fucking hate him. Um, Host a podcast (laughs) about it. I uh, once got into an argument over my rating of a beer in uh, Untapped with the brewery. So because it was too, you, it was too. I low gave, I, yeah, I didn't care for it. I gave it a one, and then they basically told me that I'm wrong and I must not like that that kind of beer or any kind of beer. And uh, a couple of my buddies stepped in, and they're like, "Well, that's pretty shitty to say. Like, just because he doesn't like your beer doesn't mean he doesn't like all styles of that." I'm like, "All I said was it was too sweet. I didn't like it." Like, Fucking one. <laughs> Um, Matt, you're such you're such an asshole, man. Apparently, I'm just a told, dick. told the guy to his face. Uh, what? There's no. A, there's a great uh, there's a great tweet I saw. I God, I don't remember what I, I'll, I'm gonna butcher. I don't remember what the core concept of it was, but it was something like, uh, oh, oh, that's right. It was a haircut. Uh, it was like brackets. It was like it gets worse haircut ever. Barber. Uh, everything good. Me. Perfect. 
<laughs> just like, that, like I just I can't I I'm so bad I'm such a people pleaser. I'm just like yeah, no, it's great. I was yeah, the I, I'm the same He's way. Amazing. I love it. Yeah, I'm not gonna see the guy again. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. And, and I was looking back. I gave Night of the Demons a four last week. So don't tell me I'm a tough grader. What did I give Night of the Demons? A three point five. So you thought that Night of the Demons, Night of the Demons is better than Psycho Two? Seven better than Psycho Two. Whatever. I, like I said, is it? Yeah, I haven't seen that in many, many years, but I've, uh, I've kind of had a hankering for it recently. I, I, had, I, 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 I hate ranking things. I am not. I'm yeah. very bad at it. I, I yeah. feel like we only do it as it's like a formality. You stole but, it from my show. That's why you do it. You're like, how can we be more like Jack and Dan? I'm just gonna full. I'm gonna delete every fucking ranking. We don't <laughs> do that shit anymore. We're trendsetters. We, we, Dan and I have wrote our, our trapped ourselves in a corner uh, with our rank, ranking scale because um, we've done so many episodes now that the point fives. Uh, we we still get just too many episodes that tie. We have like six, seven way ties, and it's like, ah, oh, we should have done point twenty fives, and you know, it's it's it gets hard. So you should Thunderdome. Do an episode thunderdoming all of your ties to figure out which order they go in. Oh, that's true. Well, we have a I, we 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 don't talk about it, how our behind the scenes number system uh, on air, but uh, we 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 move the we we basically just move the ties. If something ties, we go. Ah, which one do we like better? Yeah, we don't want which, any ties. Which you would just do on an episode if you ever put them out anymore. Instead, we of, have uh, we have four. We have four recorded. Well, uh, Jack, I have none in my ears. I know. I know. <laughs> Yes, I also have been refreshing the feed lately, uh, and it's like I know that they recorded one a few weeks ago because I couldn't yeah. join them for it. So I don't. I, it, I, I'm holding back. I don't want to release yeah. them. I, well, I, no, no, no. It's I good to think. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like to be the podcast that just has like a random episode come out every six months. I want to, even if it's only a six episode season, I want to give you a nice block. Yeah, that's oh, no, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah, we, um, yeah. I mean, you don't know how I do it now. I stole the season idea from you, kind of summer vacation. Yeah, it's not, you need the break. You need it's. Well, it's Corey not, makes fun of me. He's like, "Well, oh, you're mowing your fucking lawn." And it's like, you know what? I just don't want to do it for part of the year because I can't get sick of back, it if you, I take a break. And when you come back, you feel refreshed and you're excited yeah. about it again. And yeah, mm-hmm. if it was if I was getting paid, if this is my full time job, I'll do I'll do 500 episodes a year. I don't, yep. You know, I don't care. But it, it's hard when it's your hot. Like it's, even just the four we have, we we've had them banked for a few weeks now. I haven't touched them in editing. It's it's. The idea of like having uh, well, I'm, I'm kind of constrained because uh, my computer's so old. I can't really bring it to a cafe or anything. So but the idea of like sitting here on my couch and editing for like three hours, I just it's just it's I I have so little free time. It just seems uh, it's 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 work. It's work. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, which is why we uh, we we're so appreciative of our of our Patreon supporters. It's like, well, what are you giving us money for? It's like I guess it's for this. It's for those these miserable hours where I'm like uh, chopping away. Are you done complaining? <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. If you want to keep never, going, I'm though. never gonna. This is just this is it. This is just an endless. I'm gonna as soon as you are off air, I'm just gonna keep going. No, text. that's fine. I'm just gonna keep uh, texting. Beatmaster agrees with you. I believe he edits uh, Corey's other show, uh, Else Nerds. Yeah, it's uh, it's and it's fun. I like this. That's the only time I listen to me and Dan, and I, I I actually like listening back, and you know I pick up things I didn't even notice when you're in the moment, but uh, it's just it's work. Yeah. No, it did. It definitely is. That's why I just don't do it. Uh, eventually, I'll go. Get, you know, once I upgrade my insurance, maybe maybe I'll pop some lithiums and uh, sit down and just uh, <laughs> some lithium and some Adderall and just crank you know crank out like ten episodes for you guys. Oh, it's getting weird. Uh, you can contact us by leaving <laughs> us a voicemail at eight zero five three two eight thirty nine sixty six. You can email us at a pot at gncast.com. Uh, you can leave us a message on our website. You can follow the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Podcast Terry. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any of your favorite podcatchers. Leave us feedback. 
or don't. Is the, is the plural of lithium lithia or is it lithias? Lithiums. Like if I was like, man, I need like four lithiums right now, or would I, would I need four lithia? Yeah, that that sounds fancy and nice. Yeah, yeah it does. What is the plural of lithium? Um, I don't know how lithium works. I haven't been to therapy in a very long time. I uh, I, I just assume oh. I'm happy. Like if I if I suck it out of my MacBook Pro, will uh, will I stop? Will I have suddenly be like, you know what? I will edit this uh, podcast. I think it's lithium. I think that the plural of lithium is lithium. Oh, it's it's like those. it's like goose. Oh no, there's gets geese. No geese. Moose. Yeah, shut up, Johnny. <laughs> I have English degree. Shouldn't moose be meese then? But, but I mean, yeah. All right, Brian. So many conflicting rules. Moosen. All subscription options and links can be found at gncast.com/slash/subscribe, and uh, follow the entire network on Facebook under the Galactic Network. I doubt this is still there, but there was a website called Japanese.adem.com, one of my very first own websites that I created. Was it Jack? Uh, Japanese, and I created my own language that I thought would replace oh. English, and it was called Japanese, and it was English, but there's no exceptions to any rules. Japanese got what? has to apply to everything, and there's no exception. And I was like, this is going to change language forever. Still could. <laughs> what is it? So, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, there's I Japanese dating sims. I doubt it exists. It's Jack. Jack, Japanese dating sims. But what, what is There's it? a fucking urban dictionary for Japanese. He was so trashed on JD, I couldn't understand a word he said. Dude was speaking Japanese. Hey, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> it broke through. I don't know. I'm sure somebody's made the pun at some point. Oh, I'm sure. Um, anyway, I, hate, I hate exceptions. I hate, uh, I hate English language rules like that. That's yeah. Close. Yeah, me too. Um, go 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 to Amazon.podcastair.com shop. Make give us money, or, or don't. I don't. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, Johnny, where can people find you? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Pomatovic. Uh, that's uh, my last name. P O M A T T O V I C H. And uh, yeah, that's that's where I can be found these do you, days. Do you like, only do those so those micro recap movie reviews? Do you only do it if it's a movie you're watching for the first time, or like, are you going to do Psycho Two? I, I, I'll do Psycho Two. Yeah, uh, no, I, uh, I the, the first time I ever did this, like a, a, a movie a day thing, it was uh, uh, movies I was seeing for the first time, just to see if I could see like 365 movies that yeah. year, new movies, and I but, did. Uh, handily and then after that it's like well now I just want to see how many I do in a year and so for the last like three or four years I've been doing every film I see. Oh so do you reset your counter at the end of the year? I do yeah it, it all uh, gets reset at, uh, at uh, January 1st What are you up to now? You're up to like four or five hundred something right? Yeah uh, 567 by the end of the uh, film festival I'll be at like 570 uh, something That's incredible so I I, I, uh, I encourage all of uh, Matt and Corey's listeners to check out uh, his Twitter don't Facebook him don't be weird uh, yeah. but check, check, check out oh. his Twitter. Uh, his, his movie recaps are great, and I, I'm, I'm going to be really excited to see the Psycho 2 one, even though I know the gist of what you're going to say now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to come up with something fresh. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah, I'm there, and then uh, maybe uh, I, I keep threatening uh, starring a few podcasts of my own, like getting back in that game. Uh, I was going to, I, I have the domain for a Woody Allen podcast I was going to do, and it's like, uh, maybe that's not the time to do that right now. <laughs> Wait till he uh, dies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'll, I'll hold on to that. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be at March. Uh, so yeah. But, yeah, if you uh, want, if you want to do, uh, if you want to do an homage to tonight's episode, uh, when you do your micro recap of Psycho Two, you should also oh. mention how many times you shit. 
Oh, I will. Yeah, and I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll tag the podcast. I'll, I'll put it in the, uh, the, the. So yeah, everyone will be able to to, to find everything. Yeah, but anyway, everybody, uh, Matt and Corey's listeners should definitely check it out. It's great. Bye. I'm excited to uh, check it out. And if you don't want to listen to any podcast, you should check out my Twitter, Worst Episode Pod. <laughs> We Studios Pod. We have at 90th percentile. I, I, I've been dying to bring 90th percentile back. I honestly, I can hold off the Simpsons. I miss that one. I, I, it's been over a year. I miss 90th percentile. Me too. Um, and uh, eventually, it's it's not dead. It's uh, I'm gonna bring it back at some point. But uh, it's uh, yeah, I, I miss I mean, it. If you want to break up with Dan, I'd do it with you. Uh, no, I mean. If if I have to do it without him, because like you know he's he's got a fucking kid. Um, I that's not ideal. Do you want me to introduce my pillow to Dan's head? That's not ideal. But uh, but yeah, I would totally I would totally do it with uh, like that's the other thing is I still have a ton of guests that was on my wish list that I didn't get to have. We still need to do Gremlins three, Gremlins in Nazi Germany and outer space. No, I know, I know, I know. I've been waiting for that. Yeah, right. I, I think the first episode of Podcast of Terror I listened to was the Gremlins two uh, episode. Just that was the first I, one I listened to. Yeah, I, I'm a fan. Was that was that, that wasn't your first episode, right? Or? Yeah, that was my first one I was on. Oh, okay. Really? Maybe that was why. Okay. Right? Wasn't it Gremlins too? I'm looking. Jason X, I think, was the next one. Probably. Um... I'd be interested. I, I would. Be, I'm so interested to go back and listen to that. And I was probably being on my best behavior because I was guesting on somebody else's show and trying to be polite and not just railroading my, <laughs> my just taking over the show and bringing my own guests. It was yeah. Not just talk, not just talking shit about you. Gremlins two on uh, March fifteenth of twenty sixteen. Goodness. Oh, God. Yes, I, I'm very curious to hear your Gremlins three thing eventually because uh, I, as a child, the first uh, attempt at a screenplay that I wrote was Gremlins three. I, oh, I was wow, convinced that I had cracked the uh, the, the story idea, uh, and and I thought that the key was that uh, Gizmo had to get a he had to have a good baby uh, like a a good gizmo when he uh, got wet and so he would have a little sidekick but then gizmo would uh, would would eat after midnight and need to be saved and i was oh, going to come wow. up with a thing of how to turn them back into mogwai i yeah it's it's been so long now but. and then then it turns out gizmo's uh, real mother shows up at the last minute and gizmo hits her over the back of the head with a shovel yeah <laughs> And uh, and uh, and sets up a, a whole new world for uh, for, for Robert Loja. Dennis Franz gets stabbed in the face by Gizmo. Yeah, Pu- puppet uh, or uh, puppet friends. Yeah. Puppet friends. <laughs> Jack, where can people find you? Uh, Jackie no breaks, and that my Twitter is much more active than the podcast to Twitter. Actually, um, I I really like coming up with like Simpsons gifts for every occasion. So worst episode pod is mostly Simpsons gifts, but lately I've just been using the same Simpsons gif of. Uh, somebody just laughing and going, you stupid. And I've just sent it. I just reply to every single one of Donald Trump's tweets uh, with that gif. <laughs> I've been doing it ever since the UN laughed at him. And like, you know, it's just, it's, 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 it's a weak political protest. It's a weak statement and it's, it's not nuanced at all, but it makes me happy. So I've been doing it. As a, Works on me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to catch that there and then yeah, Jackie, no breaks and my Instagram, Jackie, no breaks, uh, you know, spell it like it sounds. Sweet. Oh, and Matt, thanks. Oh. Uh, oh, thanks so much for having me, too, Matt. I, I've, I've oh. uh, a fan of this, and uh, it's uh, nice to be a part of it, and nice to have a reason to dust off some of my uh, Scream Factory DVDs. And uh, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll definitely have you back on when Corey is back. Uh, oh, I think thank we, you. you and Corey would probably have some pretty 
Oh yeah, you could actually like have a real discussion and not have me uh, distract everybody with shit and cereal. No, you'll just you'll just be in the chat. <laughs> I'll probably be drunk at a bar at the chat in the chat. Yeah. Um, I'll bet Corey likes Psycho too. <laughs> it's um, Corey's like it's kind of a surprise of the things that Corey likes and what he doesn't like. But I was gonna make a gay porn joke, but uh, uh, he likes to ask the mouth. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I'll there um, for you. But uh, for one more thing, I wanted to plug before I forget uh, is I do have a little side gig I started where I'm giving uh, screenwriting notes to aspiring screenwriters. Uh, so that's me script read good dot com. I didn't create any social media for it because I already have like six accounts. So uh, me script read good dot com. If I find my Gremlins three script, I'll send it your way and uh, give you some <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. I, I, I will go through with with uh, old red. I'll, I'll take any notes I can get. <laughs> uh, and thank you for having me, Matt. Uh, and and yeah. thanks to Corey for letting me uh, fill in uh, for him again. Um, they're they're big shoes to fill, but uh, I'm happy to do it because I, I love him. As much as I love you. Oh, I like how we discussed earlier about trying to keep this to two hours long. I know. I'm and, very sick. <laughs> well, I feel bad for you guys because it's it's you're an hour ahead of me at least. Ah, no, it's it's it's, it's quite all right. I'm an old man and I go to bed early and I get up early and well, I don't have to get up early tomorrow. Are you fighting with your uh, your wife right now? It looks like that futon's made up for uh, some sleeping tonight. No, nah, dude, it's always like that. All right. Yeah. I like to keep the sheet on it so that if I decide I'm going to go to Pound Town, I don't get ass sweat on the futon itself. Uh, good call. Yeah. Thinker, not a stinker. It also normally just generally has bins and shit on it, but I moved them because uh, people came over. Um, anyways. I'm never sitting on that sheet. So if I ever come over, I'm not sitting on that sheet. That's where you're going to sleep. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure. Bad we'll with like a real bad. I, I, I mean, we're actually, I'm actually super clean. If someone sleeps on it, I wash the sheets right away. Hmm. If I get my ass juices on it, I wash the sheets right away. He's a good host, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want your face in my ass juice. I don't know. I could see some asshole like Matt giving a really rough uh, Airbnb, like one star, wash the sheets five mi- only five minutes after he got ass juice on it. One star. I'm hard to please. Fuck you. I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a pretty... Uh... Like with with Uber drivers and stuff, like I think I've only given one four star. Um, other uh, every every review I've ever given was a five star. I think I gave a guy once a four star, because uh, he was kind of a dickhead to me. You should ask him to. He's the that. psycho two of drivers. Yeah, I mean, is it weird to ask for him to fucking jerk me off while he's driving? <laughs> Do you want a tip or not, guy? So this one star beer must have been really bad if you're even giving this guy a four star. It was um, it was really sweet and and just not good tasting. Mm. And when you're it, it, it's from a, a a small brewery in Houston that like my cousin shipped me the beer to or from he shipped it from. I can't fucking think. That's and uh, it was like one of their limited releases, and it, everyone gave it really like good reviews. And I just it was just too, it was way too sweet for me to enjoy it. Uh, so you were doing a little curve. It was getting too good reviews. So you you went especially low to, to bring. Yeah, it in. if you want to go that right. Um, but the <laughs> other thing is God's work. The guy the guy's trying to tell me that I don't like a barrel aged stout, and it's like I live in like. The fucking the mecca of barrel aged stouts like Goose Island does their Bourbon County that's huge. Um, Three Floyds has Dark Lord. Surly Your has standards Darkness. Are high, waters. And they're deserving. I have, I have more high quality barrel aged beers available to me than this fucking shit. 
Shut your fucking mouth. Work on brewing beer. Don't <laughs> yell at me on untap. <laughs> One of the ways I've been able to curb my beer drinkage is, uh, you know, I, I'll only drink stuff I really, really like. So that will keep me away from the sub. You know, if I'm, not I, I, I'm an I'm, alcoholic. I'm on I'll like, drink whatever. I'm on to like the heroin of beer. Like I had a pumpkin spice latte milkshake IPA one time. I had cotton candy. It's shit's getting out of control. I have one that yeah. was oh. the, the pizza and money bun. The what? Oh. There's I have a beer oh, that's brewed with frozen pizza this, yeah. and money. Yeah, we talked about it last week, Jack. Oh yeah, that's probably where I heard about it. I haven't it. drank it yet. It is it's a it's a seventeen percent beer and I'm scared. Yeah. It's supposed to everyone's it, I've heard a lot of people say it's really good. It's just it was uh, I'm scared. You should do a beer podcast. Um, we're talking. So my uh, a friend of mine slash my tattoo artist is actually moving closer to me, and he wanted to do a cooking podcast, like a video one. And then our That's singer not what Nathan I said. And I, I said you should do a beer podcast. Just, uh, I'm I'm getting there. So <laughs> Nate and I were talking about doing one too, and he wanted to do like he wanted to call it like the Alpha Hour, where just like alpha men talk about normal things and how you handle it as an alpha male. And I'm so like, we should do like beer pod, just a podcast about beer. Follow the money, Jack. Follow the money. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> I'm trying, trying to hawk my potential new podcast here. <laughs> I want to do the the alpha male cooking hour, where I just get drunk and talk about beer and Pete cooks and dick and fart jokes. And I think Jack's internet died again because he's no, just fr- oh, you were frozen with your mouth open. <laughs> no, I was just really bored by your podcast. Just do, oh my God. Just do a beer. Po- you just review it. It's just so simple. You just review a beer. Nobody wants you your it alpha cooking bullshit. Just do you beer. Do you want to do it with me? Do you want to do it with me? No, I don't know anything about beer. No, yeah. actually, your alpha idea sounds great. Uh, that's uh, That sounds great. I think um, it would be really funny. Um, I've actually wanted to do a, since very early on, I wanted to do a worst episode ever uh, a video episode where we do it as a cooking show where we just talk about The Simpsons while we're cooking. That's the thing. Like, yeah, like, um, that's what I think it would be funny because it's and like Bert Kreischer has that whatever it's like what's burning with Bert where they're just like interviewing each other but they're cooking at the same time <laughs> so I think it would be funny if I just got drunk and we just get off your ass them. and do it I'm I fucking I gotta wait for Pete to move here <laughs> okay Don't, fine yeah do yeah, th- there's a market for this. I, I read a Vice article last week about uh, 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 YouTube channels of uh, of baking cakes naked. So, so uh, I, I think we're, uh, you know, that that's just a few steps away, right? <laughs> I mean, you drink enough beers while you cook, you might get naked. Normally, I drink while we're doing this, but because of the amount I drank Friday and Saturday, I decided to stick to sparkling water. Yeah, I forgot to take Vice mine. So, um, I gotta take mine now. I gotta, I gotta. That's get fine. Yeah, we, we, I gotta go. So, yeah. um. I don't even know where the hell I'm at. Next week we're doing Turbo Kid with Nathan. Uh, I was talking with him before. You're at Matt the Lifeguard. Oh yeah, Matt the Lifeguard, Twitter and Instagram, and Untapped. Don't give me shitty beer because I'll give it a bad score. And, and talk about it for years on end. Yep. Yep. But if you're a uh, shitty Uber driver, you might get a four and a half. <laughs> anyway, all right. That's gonna do it for another episode of the podcast. Here we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my god. That was a good episode. That was great. Yeah, thanks. Stay scary, everybody. Bye.